Our institutions have become corrupt. Unconstitutional agencies are infringing on your rights. What will it take for you to open your eyes to the tyranny at hand? You're an American born with unalienable rights, yet those rights are being trampled every day by unelected busybodies. Your liberty was secured by strong men and women of yesterday. Are you willing to let it slip away? You're listening to the Dangerous Info Podcast with Jesse James. This is all part of the so-called fourth industrial revolution, which entails the blurring of boundaries between the physical, digital, and biological world. And that revolution is very much taking place as we speak. In fact, most of the response to the pandemic has relied on fourth industrial revolution technologies such as genetic sequencing, vaccine biotechnology, and contact tracing, aka mass surveillance software. And if you still believe that all of this is for the greater good and it won't be used against us, then I have to say I'm sorry, but you're being dangerously naive. Transhumanism will be presented to us as the holy grail, but in fact, it's the poison's chalice. I can imagine that some of you still might be thinking that I'm exaggerating this, but well, the reality is that I'm not the one saying it, they are. All we have to do is listen. For example, some years ago at the annual meeting of the World Economic Forum, Jubal Noah Harari said, and I quote, Soon corporations and governments will be able to hack all people. This will be the greatest revolution in biology since the very beginning of life. Science is replacing evolution with our in- with intelligent design, not the intelligent design of some god above the clouds, but our intelligent design. End of quote. Bottom line is, ladies and gentlemen, we don't take our enemies seriously enough. We can't seem to imagine that there are people on this earth who want to create a new human, a new world that is evil. This is all... Yes, everybody. It is Monday night, January 16th, 2022. Check that, 23. I don't know about you, Outcast, but I'm still hanging 2022 around. <laughs> it's pretty soon it'll be uh, 23, but uh, I'll get the hang of it by the end of the month. 2023. It is right, 2023, you guys. The, the PSYOP continues. The PSYOP continues. You know what? Welcome to show number 76. This is the little classified Corvette featuring guest host tonight or guest uh, interview tonight with Chris Ann Hall from ChrisAnnHall.com. One of our favorites tonight, all right? So can't wait to get Chris Ann back on the show tonight. Uh, It's been, uh, what, a month and a half or something like that. So glad to have her back on. And uh, appropriate song, I thought, right? Little classified Corvette for the little red Corvette. (laughs) Hilarious. You know what? I love it. Yeah. All that is necessary for evil, evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing, everybody. So remember that. Next time you're in a hard spot and you know some stuff's coming down around you, you're going to be have to be the good men 
the good women that stand up and do something. Welcome to the Dangerous Info Podcast, everybody. You know what? In, in just a few minutes, we're going to get uh, out, um, Chris Ann on here with us, Outcast. And um, before we do that, though, I want to make sure to uh, that we say thanks to our supporters, and because uh, you guys are a well-informed audience of the Dangerous Info Podcast, and we're not going to take funding from uh, anybody uh, that wants to control what we say, right? That's just not what we do here. So, uh, if you want to be a, a subscribe star. I want to invite you guys go to uh, be a subscribe star at subscribestar.com and you'll see in the description of the show tonight. Scroll down there and you'll see it. You can click on there and you can become a subscriber and a supporter of the show. And I want to give a big shout out right now to our subscribe stars Jill Bark, Ryan Mansfield Show, Carmen Rosario, Kenneth Allen, Chad Geyer, Patriot Miller, Cheryl E., Manny Espejo. And Shannon Ruff. So even if you guys can't chip in, that's all right. As long as you guys been insho- uh, enjoying these shows, just pass it along with someone you know that needs to hear it. All right. So, you know, as long as you guys share the show and, and tell friends about it, man, does that help out? So, brother Outcast, how you been today? Good. Uh, crazy busy day. Um, and I just on the way home, <clears throat> I had a great conversation with uh, Greasy Dave, who's on one of our earliest podcasts. Oh yeah. Uh, and um, he's on fire for the Lord, and he is seeking out um, holistic health for himself. He had a he had a mini stroke a little while ago, mm. so if our listeners could say a prayer for him, he's he's expected to make a full recovery. Um, but it's it's the progress is slow sometimes, and it's annoying for him. It's going to take him a couple of years to get everything back. Right now, he has a main his main issue is swallowing. But man, we just had <clears throat> the best fellowship conversation, talking about our faith and where we're at, and. Um, I don't know. Very encouraging. To, I'm just so grateful for our, our brothers and sisters who see eye to eye with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes the world seems lonely, but it's when we just, it's, I guess maybe you could call it the law of attraction, spiritual law of attraction, our Holy Spirit attracts the, you know, but it just keeps sifting people out and bringing people to me, uh, yourself included, where we can, I don't know, talk about this stuff. I, I don't know. Maybe I should save that for my prayer, but yeah, probably. Um, well, no, I wish all the best to Dave, and hopefully, Dave, you're uh, listening, and uh, you know everything's going to be all right with your brother. We're, we're praying for you, and uh, we need to get you back on the show here soon. So, um, yeah, he said he kind of fell off. He, he hasn't been keeping up with the, the podcast. He forgot about it, and then I, I and then he said he's going to start listening again. I, I, I hope he does because I think he'll enjoy it. But I told him that the feedback I get, a lot of people say that he's one of their favorite episodes. You know, when he his ghost story, his beginning middle and end ghost story that has a prequel and a sequel yeah it's pretty epic that was really good that was a really good yeah. story too um you know what um we're gonna have to go right into uh into the um pray or yeah into your prayer um, and then go to chrisanne yeah because you know we got about five minutes and uh, i got to get her on the horn here so why don't you okay. if you will um take us into prayer brother like you normally do okay Dear Heavenly Father, um, today my heart is filled with absolute gratitude for all my brothers and sisters who I can feel connected with spiritually, Lord. It's not everybody that I thought it was going to be, but people just keep rising to the surface, and I can't help but feel that we are God's remnant. And that goes for our listeners too, Lord. I'm grateful for the small community that we've built of people around the world that maybe we'll never meet. But the fact that they 
are appreciating what we're conveying and saying and that we're dedicating the show to you, Lord. And they just keep, it just keeps coalescing into this family. And, um, man, I'm just grateful, Lord, for what you've done in our lives and are doing and, and about to do. Generally, Father, you are just utterly amazing. Um, you just, your provisions are always there. You didn't prop promise us prosperity per se, but you've always promised us our provisions and that you have done. Lord, thank you for bringing Jesse and I together as friends. Uh, we were first acquaintances through other friends and then this happens. And I, I just, I'm in awe of what you do, Lord. And I pray that you will bless this episode. You will anoint our hearts and our minds and our lips. And I pray that you will open the ears, the hearts and the minds of our listeners to receive the information that we're going to present tonight, Lord, I don't even know what the information is going to be, really. I'm just going to roll with whatever rolls out here, Lord. But we are <clears throat> utterly in just absolute gratitude. And we're, we're grateful for Chrisanne Hall, Lord. She has a mind that doesn't, you know, we all have different talents. And she has a mind that works different than a lot of ours. She is, she's just so precise in her thinking and her understanding and her comprehension of the law. Lord, we need people like her on every level. We've been deceived by the evil ones who want to trick us at every angle and confuse us and, and make us scared and do all these evil things to us. Lord. And yet people like Chrisanne are like a, a resounding voice in the wilderness calling out for wisdom. Just like it says in Proverbs, her voice calls out in this town square, all who are prudent, all who are wise, come to me. And Lord, we thank you for her message. And we pray that you will anoint her lips and her mind. I just, I just just bring this family together even more and more as you prevent, present this knowledge, Lord. We are so grateful for everything. So, um, Lord, help us be mindful of people who are hurting right now, people like uh, Greasy Dave, who's a contributor, Lord. He, he had a mini stroke. I should have brought this up a while ago. Um, he's doing good. His prognosis is good. But we pray for his encouragement, and we pray that he will, um, he will see enough progress to keep him encouraged, Lord. But his heart is with you. He hears your voice. He, he feels you in his life. And we thank you for friends like him who can convey that. So be with us tonight, Lord. Bless this episode and everything we do and say in it. And in Jesus Christ's holy name, Yeshua's name, we pray all these things. Amen. Amen, brother. Thank you. Excellent. You know, th those prayers seem to help so much every time uh, we do those at the beginning of the show. We talked about that earlier, but uh, it's true, man. It's true. We got to have that stuff, I, that protection. I'm just know? in awe. I'm just in awe. Like I, I have a, there's a guy at my church Jim, I can turn to, and he understands where I'm coming from in this this vast viewpoint of the world. Everything from the Nephilim to the the World Economic Forum, he understands <laughs> it all. I've got you. You know, we've got you know we've got our listeners that get us and follow us and, and are kind of comprehending what we're trying to say. Yeah. I've got a handful of other buddies. My brother, my brother in the Lord, Tom. My my actual physical brother, John. Um, you know, my buddy Jacob. I mean, just God, just my friend Laura, regular listeners. Uh, there's just so many of them. I got. Uh, I could, I could go on. There's so many people. Yeah. But in my friend Amber in Toledo, we just, it, just keep, it just keeps getting stronger and stronger. And the rest of the world, I'm sorry, they, but they, they're just starting to seem like drooling zombies to me. They are, yeah, 100%. Even, yep. and, and I hate to say this, but even in my church I see it. I'm like, yeah. can you wake up? Can you wake up just for a minute? <laughs> well, that's that's our job. You know, that's what we're here to do. That's hopefully <laughs> what our show does and, um, you know, gets these people going like that, you know. So, um, you know what? Why don't we get her here on the horn? All right, okay. brother. And uh, I'm going to talk her in here in just a second. I'm going to mute you down and I'm going to bring her in. So, um, 
bear with me, people. We're going to get some to dial her up. All right. And as she comes in here, we're going to read off a little bit of, uh, you know, her background. I know you guys, like I said, she's been, oh, what, she's been with us for, I don't know, pretty much a whole, pretty much the whole year. And, you know, and, and I'm going to read a little bit to you right now before we bring her back in. But Chris Ann Hall at ChrisAnnHall.com, the host of the Chris Ann Hall Show. She pulls no punches, puts liberty first, and gives no quarter to those who hide behind party labels. Like no other host, Chris Ann will tell you what the founders had to say on today's relevant issues. So liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over our your pers- uh, your favorite personality. Chris Ann Hall, are you there? I am here. Oh, Thank you so much. So glad to have you back, Chris Ann. It's been about a, about six months, or six weeks probably. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. Be, there's always something going on and there's always something to talk about. And I know, uh, you know, we're, we're going to fire a few things at you today. You're on the, on, on the line here with Outcast. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 we're excited to have you on. I mean, these are such confusing times. We're being bombarded with fear mongering and, and confusion. And I, I was just saying in the prayer before, I don't know if you get to hear a prayer, but you are like, uh, you know, wisdom's call in the town square, just trying to get people to wake up. And uh, I'm just so grateful that you that you have this profound mind that can sort through the complexities of law to present it to us, you know, us simpletons down here. But you, 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 you're way too kind to me. I appreciate <laughs> that very much. <laughs> uh, you know, I think I think what what's really important to understand is that. The, the confusion really comes out of a lack of knowledge, a lack of understanding, which creates the opportunity for people in politics to do things that are contrary and outside the Constitution. And so the Constitution itself is not confusing. How government is supposed to work is not complicated. But the complications and the confusion are set in because the people are, number one, not taught the truth about proper rule of government, the proper application of the Constitution. Number two, they're academically bullied into not even looking. Most Americans believe that you have to be some kind of scholar to actually understand the Constitution and to get it. So we're academically bullied into not even trying. And so then that gives perfect opportunity, perfect window for people who are, our founders put, actually are are willing to deceive a generous and unsuspecting people mm. yep wow you know the, the, the infirm the infinite wisdom uh that they sent down to us and we are still here using it today and uh supposed to be using it today and you know kirsan the the name of the show is little classified corvette of course, you can guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can guess guess what the opening I know, song I saw was. That. You sent that to me. I thought that was awesome. You, you, I, you know, I need to employ you to write the titles to my shows because I just I'm so terrible at that. <laughs> I have a good time doing it. <laughs> you know, it just it's a gut feeling. It's always a gut feeling. I, I don't sit there and and panic over it. Um, if I don't have a title, it'll come to me during the show. So it's just yeah. a gut feeling, and I just go with it. But this one just fit. And uh, if you listen back to the opening of the show. You'll, you'll hear the opening song and everything just fits. So I'm um, glad you can join us today. You, I know you've been traveling. 
I talked to JC and you guys been, uh, you, you did something where in Arizona or New Mexico or somewhere out Southwest? New Mexico, actually. We just got back from Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. Yes. And, um, did you, your, your movie, the non-compliant Two, the sheriff, did you, yes. that just came That's out. That's what we were actually doing. So we had our first premiere of the movie, uh, at the, uh, church here in Tampa Mm -hmm. where the pastor was arrested for having church and the other church that's featured in the movie is the pastor of Truth or Consequences New Mexico where their sheriff didn't arrest him for having church but instead deputized the entire congregation to keep the church open Ooh, nice that's awesome That is good. And also, I'm hearing that you have a new website coming in this week. Hopefully, it's supposed to be in this week. Uh, the the uh, It's going to yeah, be updated. Yeah, it's the same address. Yep. But it, yeah, right, right. It's going to have a whole new amazing look. I cannot, I can't wait to see it. It's going to be incredible. I can't wait either. Uh, uh, JC always keeps telling me that we're going to have a page of, you know, the Dangerous Info podcast. We'll also have a page somewhere in your show or in your website. So I'm just great, gracious and glad to be a part of that. And uh, just to learn from you guys. I mean, this is great. Yeah, no, we're excited. This is, this will be, this will really be the first time we've actually uh, extended a, a kind of platform for other people. It's not something that we uh, usually do. So it's, it's after great reflection and relationship that we are too confident that we can do that. Wow. Well, I really appreciate it. And, you know, uh, every week we do this and, you know, pretty much every day we're always trying to think of something for the show and, and prepare and, you know, get, just get better every time. I mean, you guys have been doing this for years. We've been doing it for our, this is our second year now, but um, it, we're just trying to get better every time and listening to, you know, the, the, the knowledge that you guys always bring to us. Uh, it's great. And, and it helps us along. So um, let me see the, the movie. So we should have everybody go to noncompliantmovie.com and go up there and, right. and yeah. And watch, uh, you know, the movie is up and running right there. You guys, so go over there and check it out. And, uh, it's, yeah. it's brand so new. The first, yep. the first documentary, if they haven't seen the first edition, the first documentary is available at noncompliantmovie.com at no cost. And so then if they have already watched the first one or they want to just skip to the second one, I prefer they watch both of them, but yes. if they want to just skip to the second one, noncompliantmovie.com also provides access to that film there. Great. Perfect. So you guys go there and make sure you check that out. Um, all right. It's so to the people who have seen it and the people who are watching it, it's really important. And we'd be very, very grateful for anybody to share the website noncompliantmovie.com because we really, really believe in what we're doing. And it's not just us, right? The people, the filmmakers uh, who helped us make this film believe in this film and the power of this film so much that they were willing to do so uh, with great sacrifice for themselves and their families and their time. And we, we, we all worked very hard to put this together and the churches that have, who who are highlighted in this. I mean, you can't really get, you can't really watch Noncompliant 2 and miss the power of seeing what a bad sheriff will, will give you and what a good sheriff will give you. Right. And, and that's, you know, like we've talked before on the show plenty of times about the sheriff and the power they have and, and the influence and 
uh, everything they can do to help protect the people's yeah. rights, even against a, ty- a tyrannical government uh, governor like we right. have here. So that's great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, oh, speaking about our governor, she's over at the World Economic Forum right now. How you like no, that? Oh, boy. <laughs> I know. But, um, well, you know, I mean, that's, that's completely unconstitutional. Yeah. The U.S. Constitution prohibits governors from making foreign treaties and foreign uh, um, agreements like that. Well, I tell you what, we have a wow. whole lot. I'm looking at the list right now. Um, who's over there? I have the PDF in front of me, and there's a lot of people representing the United States. Uh, I guess they're not representing us. Uh, there's Republicans, there's Democrats, Independents. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of different people over there, but we might. Yeah, be- and it's really terrible. You know, I I just just finished doing my podcast for today, yeah. and I actually uh, did not broadcast my podcast on Instagram or Facebook like I usually do because I knew the topic today was so forbidden mm-hmm. that if I had put it on on uh, Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn like we usually do, I would have been deplatformed right away because yeah. what we talked about is this very thing, foreign influence in American government and how much our, how much, what kind of work our founders did in creating the Constitution to eliminate that and how they spoke out about the dangers of foreign influence in our American government. And so it's really, really sad, like you said, that you actually have Republican governors over there. Well, it's sad that you have any governors over there. And the American people do not realize, number one, why and how that's constitutional, unconstitutional, but why and how that's dangerous. Yes. To America's constitutional republic. And I mean, George Washington in his farewell address said that it was the most dangerous thing to our American constitutional republic to have foreign influence in government. And, and, you know, Hmm. they're going to go over there and and give us, you know, they're learning foreign influence right now. I mean, they've been doing it, you know, as far as our government. Oh, no, they're being bought. Yeah. They're being being bought. They're not representing us. Uh, everything she comes over here with, she's representing somebody else, not us, not the little people, not her businesses, not her right. small mom and pop shops, none of that stuff. Or, uh, well, and the most dangerous thing is what they're doing is actually the foreign influencers, the foreign entities are buying them. It's the same thing the lobbyists do. When the lobbyists give your politicians uh, a, a trip to the Cayman Islands or a trip to the, you know, veil or something to go attend a conference and while they're there they lavish on them all of this royal treatment Mm. that's exactly what is happening yeah so we have to really understand the dangers of having these influences and our governors over there it's just it's a very very terrible thing it is it is and i I don't i don't know if people uh, realize how scary and how bad it is i mean I can go back a few years ago when I used to talk about these meetings all the time and people would just call me a conspiracy theorist. Now we have the actual right. list of people who are coming back. I mean, uh, you know, in trying to implement what they've learned there on, on our soil. So like you're mm-hmm. saying, foreign influencers, I mean, that's exactly what they're coming back as. I mean, traders, correct? Well, is absolutely. It traders? Yeah. Yeah. Because here's what's happening is they are, they are learning to give, preference and preferential treatment to foreign governments, even to the detriment of the rights of the people. 
Horrible. Horrible. So what do we do about this? Well, it's education, right? We yeah. have to first teach the people why. Okay. And that's why I did the show that I did today was to teach people why it, foreign influence was to be guarded against and why certain provisions, especially the president of the United States, the office of the president of the United States, was to uh, eliminate the opportunity of foreign influence by requiring that the president of the United States be a natural born citizen. John Jay, uh, who is one of the Federalist writers, one of the drafters of the Constitution, ratifiers of the Constitution, and actually a justice of the very first Supreme Court, had uh, was had written a letter, and I and I show it in the show, wrote a letter uh, to George Washington explaining why not only this natural-born citizen limitation is applied to the President of the United States, but should be applied to every office of the federal government. And when you think about it, that's logical, because if something happens to the president, right, the vice president becomes president of the United States. So the vice president must be a natural-born citizen. Mm -hmm. Well, if the vice president can't be the president of the United States, who gets to be the president of the United States? The Speaker of the House. Well, the Speaker of the House is not the same person throughout all of time. The Speaker of the House changes. It's just a member of the House of Representatives, which means every member of the House of Representatives, should, John Jay was saying, should be required to be a natural-born citizen because the danger is from a uh, foreign influence. And, And the sad thing is, you don't even have Republicans that make this argument anymore. You know, when Barack Obama was president, anybody who brought up this fact that Barack Obama was not a natural-born citizen was ostracized and demonized and gaslighted into even having the com- from actually having the conversation by Republicans and Democrats. Because guess what? Marco Rubio, mm-hmm. who has run for president so many times, I can't even remember now, is not a natural-born citizen. Ted Cruz is not a natural-born citizen. For goodness gracious, Ted Cruz held dual citizenship with Canada up until recently. Neither one of those Republicans are eligible, according to the Constitution, to be president of the United States. And you'll get Republicans that that will want to fight you over that argument. Mm -hmm. And, and, And it's because the people are not taught the truth anymore. And they're not taught what the dangers of foreign influence actually are. It's almost like they're just slipping in the back door and and changing our laws and our, you know, doing whatever they can. You know, it's always been said we're going to be taken down not by a foreign army, but we'll be taken down from within. And it's almost like that we're being gutted right now. We have been for uh, hundreds of years, correct? I mean, at least 150 years. Well, go watch. You know, if you're listening, you should go watch the show. You, I mean, I know you watch our show all the time. Oh, yeah. But you can go to Rumble. You can go to DLive. You can Twitch. You can go to Spotify, yep. iTunes, Google Music, listen to the show. Um, like I said, I couldn't put it on Facebook. I couldn't put it on Instagram or on LinkedIn. But it is still on Rumble, DLive, and Twitch if you want to watch. If you want to just listen, you can go to Spotify, iTunes, Google Music Play, and Anchor FM. We're on several podcasting platforms uh, from an audio perspective. 
and and you will hear the words of George Washington's farewell address where he actually makes that very comment, Jesse. He mm. actually makes the comment that if we do not restrict the president of the United States to be a natural born citizen, foreign governments, these are his words, will raise up a presidential candidate to bring cabal intrigue and influence into the executive branch. Uh, unelected bureaucracies and uh, they've done it. I mean, they've taken over everything. It seems like to me, mm -hmm. except for us, Yeah, you know, so it's like yeah. our institution has been poisoned. Uh, outcast you you hear it every week we talk about it every week i mean these people they're they're, yeah. they're embedded now right um you know okay so outcast do you have a question before we get going no no i'm i'm, I'm kind of all yours right now it's a lot to take in but i mean i just christian i guess a, a loose question i'm sorry i'm, I'm kind of a conceptual thinker i'm not pinpointed, but <clears throat> i just get this sometimes i have this hopeful feeling that like Despite all of their plans, if the people wake up and they recognize that their rights are fully protected within the Constitution, uh, can we can we turn this all on its head with what they're doing, or is there a point of no return that we have to worry about? I mean, where where okay. where are we at? Okay, well, first off, that's what noncompliant to the sheriff is all about. Okay. If you want to know, and and that's what the I mean, that's what the noncompliant series is all about. You've seen the first one, right? Yes. Yes. Yep. Okay. So you understand through noncompliant one, the role of the states in restoring the constitutional standard, right? Well, right. noncompliant two shows how the local government, especially through the sheriff, has an enormous uh, uh, authority and responsibility and duty to only enforce those laws that are constitutionally sound. And I can't give you the whole premise for the, the whole argument. You have to go watch Noncompliant 2 to see how that rests in the sheriff and to the extent in which that rests in the sheriff. Mm -hmm. So through the restoration of a constitutional sheriff, and you have to know this, this is undeniable, undisputable truth. Through the restoration of the constitutional sheriff in your county, if you have a constitutional sheriff in your county, you won't care what the federal government is doing. You won't care what they're trying to do. You won't care about what the World Economic Forum is trying to do, the CDC, the UN, UNESCO, or any of them, because a constitutional sheriff will understand not only the duty, but the power that the sheriff has to protect you from those things. And so we absolutely have an immediate solution because you can have a sheriff in two years. You can have, if you don't have a constitutional sheriff, you can have a constitutional sheriff in most jurisdictions with two years, maximum four years. Okay. Um, not only that, uh, I will tell you there is no point of no return. Okay. There is none. And that is because liberty is not established by government. Liberty is an inherent and alienable gift from God. And until God Amen. is removed from the throne, until God no longer reigns, which never happens, we will always have liberty as an inherent individual possession. And it only takes the unity of the people in liberty to restore. And I know there is no point of no, uh, there is, there, there does not exist a point of no return. 
because you see, we started off worse off than we are now. Our founders start off as subjects to a king. And for 700 years, as subjects to a king, they fought for liberty and always won. And then they finally came to the conclusion over here on this side of the ocean that, hey, guess what? Unless we want to keep fighting kings, we have to stop having kings. So we are going to create a constitutional republic where we have no kings. But that history proves that whenever people stand and fight for liberty in a unified way, and it only takes three and a half percent of the population to be dedicated in fighting for liberty to have an undeniable success. Never has three and a half percent of a population ever stood in unity and lost. So we have this historical self-evident truth, as Jefferson would call it, that we will win. We just have to get unified in liberty and stand for it. And it's why the Declaration of Independence says that men will suffer evil as long as evil is sufferable. But after a long train of abuses and usurpations, they will throw off the bonds that bind them. Mm. Wisdom. Awesome. Wisdom right And the there. good news is, yeah, and the good news is we're not a kingdom. You see, when you live in a kingdom, your only option is violent revolution. Yep. That's one of the reasons why we're not the kingdom of America. It's one of the reasons why they decided never to have kings again, because they didn't want their posterity, their future generations, to have to go to armed rebellion any time they needed to limit government. And so the good news is, and this is what we teach throughout the courses on libertyforsociety.com, is how do we harness the, the constitutional republic they gave us in a peaceful, powerful way to control government, even one that has leaped outside of its boundaries? Well, amen to that. That's exactly something we're going to need. That's our guidebook for the future. You know, if we're going to save this republic— we're going to need all of that and uh, everything that you yeah. guys teach there. So great. Um, all right. So this little classified Corvette, <laughs> we, yeah. need, we need to get into that. And yeah. I, I had an argument, well, not an argument, but a, a, an explanation to somebody about this before. And I said, you know, basically what I said, it was uh, a president has the power to declassify anything as they're speaking it. And uh, the vice president has no power whatsoever to do that. Uh, so there's right. a big difference there between vice presidents and a president. So uh, where are we with the 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 the, the infamous now uh, the, the classified papers that are being found everywhere? And why are we finding them? Why are we finding <laughs> them now? <laughs> right? Because there's something going on. And uh, what what do you see? As a, is this a big psyop? Is it a big uh, uh, look over here, not over there? What is this? And why are they doing it now? No. You know, we actually talked about this on the show today, on my show, because this is the reason why we need to know mm -hmm. why a natural born citizen is the requirement of the presidency. Uh, the good you're, you're asking, one of the questions that you ask is, is the nail on the head question. Why is it happening now? Yeah. Right. Why yeah. is it happening now? Why is it, is it supported by, by Democrats? Why is the liberal media pushing this mm -hmm. narrative? Why are they not trying to bury it like Hunter Biden's laptop? Right. Right. Well, the answer to that question is very, very clear when you understand what's happening politically. 
the Democrat Party does not want Biden to run for president in 2024. They do not want him. They want to say no to Joe, yep. right? Yep. The problem is Joe even has moments, even in his moments of, of, of mental clarity, when he is asked, are you running for president? He will unequivocally say, yes, of course I'm running for president in 24. Yeah. Because number one, Joe is an incredibly arrogant man. And the only thing greater than Joe's arrogance is his, his, un, his belief of entitlement. Joe believes he's entitled to be president again. And the Democrats do not want him to be president. Right. So what they're doing is they're opening the door to challenge Joe's to challenge Joe's uh, ability, his cognitive ability, his qualifications. Now, you're right. This is completely different than Donald Trump. Not just simply because Trump was a president and he can declassify, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, a former president can't declassify. Let's just be very clear about that. Only a president can be declassified. Right. So Trump is not president. If he didn't declassify the documents as a president, he can't class declassify him now. Right. He has no more power than the vice president does. The vice president has no authority to declassify documents. So what you have is a situation is, number one, even the documents that were shown to us that Trump had did not have the same classified designation as the documents shown to us that that Joe Biden has. Right. Joe uh, Trump's documents were barely classified. Joe Biden's documents are top secret. They carry the designation TSSCI, which is a top secret designation. Uh, the, the documents that, that Trump had were barely classified, and if they were classified, they could be held in a secure location. The documents that Biden had, the TSSCI documents, must be held in a secured place designated as a SCIF, okay? That's a specific location with specific limited access and specific extra reinforcements in that building. If you, uh, as, as a member of former military, military intelligence, I actually had the TSSCI clearance. I have been in a, I know what a skiff looks like. A skiff looks like a bank vault. Yeah. When you enter into a skiff, you have to leave all your electronics behind. You cannot take a phone into the skiff. You cannot take anything into the skiff. When you go into the skiff, you're logged in. The door is locked behind you. You are literally searched before you leave the skiff to make sure you don't have any documents that were in the skiff on your body when you leave the skiff. So, it's extreme, extreme security measures. That's it's, not yeah, it, a garage where a Corvette is. But but the door was locked, so isn't that fine? No, it might have been fine <laughs> for something marked classified, but yeah, it's not it's, fine it's, for something marked as these documents were. Right. And we actually have people who were in the military that are in prison right now for less than what Joe Biden has in his little you know, classified Corvette garage. Yeah. That guy that was taking pictures in that submarine to send to his girlfriend or wife. Yeah. And there was something in yeah. the background that he got in trouble for. That was ridiculous. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so why is this happening now? And, it, and, and to me, it's really irrelevant actually yeah. on what kind of documents they were. 
because they could have dinged Joe for anything, but they're dinging Joe for the same thing that they went against Trump for. Why? So the Democrats themselves, they want to appear to be forced to hold Joe accountable. You see, they don't want to initiate accountability. They want to be held in a position where they have no other choice. Well, you know, what are we going to do? We went after Trump about this. You know, this is not something they can sweep under the rug like like Hunter's laptop. People don't care about Hunter's corruption. Hunter's not the president of the United States. But even Democrats will not let their own politicians get away with this because there's no way they can distinguish this. And so they're looking, they're looking, they've created a situation where they have no choice but to call Joe's uh, credibility and his qualifications into question. Now, they're not going to impeach Joe because they don't want the albatross of being the only president, the only political party with a president that was actually impeached and convicted. Right. But they will bring mental and physical challenge against his credibility. And I believe that's how they will get Joe out of office. And when they get Joe out of office, because he's, he's mentally and physically unable to do the job, Kamala will be president of the United States until 2024. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of foresee the same thing happening and we kind of predicted this even before the, uh, the inauguration, right. In 21, uh, 2020. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, absolutely. Now thinking about that. Okay. So I'm looking at long game. I mean, in, in the long game here, I'm also seeing Gavin Newsom, uh, in their playbook. Well, that's because, okay, here's how this works. Okay. Um, the radicals want a radical like Kamala to be president mm-hmm. and they want a black female. Well, by getting Biden out of office and allowing Kamala to take the office of the president, they can give the radicals that checkbox. They're not going to let Kamala be president after 2024. Right. They're never going to let the establishment still has too much power. They still have too much control. But they throw the radical division of bone by giving them their checkbox. Because in 2024, Kamala will be defeated. And that's where Gavin Newsom comes in. Mm-hmm. And he will run against Kamala. If, they, if, if Kamala even runs, they may, they may be able to talk her down. Because I don't think Kamala wants to be president. There's just way too much responsibility and way too, much, too many uh, you know, uh, optics there. Kamala wants to sit in the corner and smoke dope and be left alone. So she might be happy with her little checkbox and her pension that she'll get for the rest of her life for being president for two years. Yeah. So, I, I for agree. a year. Yep. And I think that she's just a placeholder. There it was somebody to hang yeah. on a black woman president. Yeah. You know, they're, they're going to hang their head on that. But um, yeah. Yeah, remember, she will be the first party with a black female president. Yeah. They can carry that, that mantra. And then they'll allow their, their elite, arrogant white man, you know, be president of the United States yeah. uh, because we don't need to go for the minorities anymore. We already did that, you know, sort of did that, done that. We got the T-shirt because we're the Democrat Party that, that loves minorities, even though we don't, you yeah. know, we, we we make you believe we do. Yeah, I, I'm right there with wow. you. I'll, I'll cast, what are you. What are you feeling about? Uh, no, I'm just I'm, I'm kind of in awe of the revelations here. Now, I, I have a question, though. Um, is it also a situation where this is, this is a small detail, but 
I, you know, I believe that, that Obama is the puppet master and Joe has become an uncontrollable puppet where Obama was arrogant enough to think you could put anybody in that position, give me an earbud and I'm going to get, I'm going to steer this person to, you know, at being absolutely loved by the public. And I'm going to, you know, all this. And, and then obviously he can't with Joe. Joe doesn't read the teleprompter. He doesn't listen properly. He does, he goes off script and then he does weird and creepy stuff. So do they, do they think that Kamala is going to be more uh, controllable in that, in that puppet position? Is that, is that part of the appeal too? Oh, absolutely. Kamala stoned 90% of her life. She'll do whatever they tell her to do. Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't mean to be disagreeable, but there's no way um, Obama is the puppet master. Um, no way no way obama was a puppet yeah okay obama was the puppet obama obama was raised to be a puppet i believe in this scenario obama might be the stick but he is not the one who swings it (laughs) that's that's yeah that's where i'm at i I always looked at obama like the um like the trojan horse that's what that was what i thought he's a manchurian obama was raised I didn't want to give him that. I mean, I normally wouldn't want to give him that much credit, but I, I, at the same time, I've been hearing that said so many times. I started to believe it. Like, well, yeah, well, I think that's more diabolical than I realized. Nah, see, see, that's the distraction, and that's the unfortunate thing. That's a distraction. What people, many people, don't understand is if you know their name, they're not the one that's pulling the strings. Right. Mm. Uh, Well said. If you have enough power to be the one to control the leader of the of the free largest freest i say that you know with finger quotes government on the globe nobody knows your name yeah you are so untouchable you actually live on one of those islands that's not on the map right makes sense yeah it does it's um it's the same analogy as when they say you know the richest person in the world the richest man in the world whatever that is the the names that they put out there those aren't the no. ones. They aren't the ones. No. Yeah. If you are that, if you have more money than any person on the planet, first off, you already have more num- more money than than most countries. If you have more money than any person on the planet, you have more money than most countries. If you have more money than most countries on the planet, you don't have to be known. Right. No, and and they won't and you, be. They'll be and in the you, do, you, you don't exist. Right. I mean, seriously, if I could not exist and still have power, you know, and still live, how awesome would that be? Well, that'd be the greatest. I mean, that's what every uh, celebrity would like to have, I'm sure, too. You know, they want to be able to go somewhere without being bothered, but still have that lavish lifestyle. Well, these people, it's not I don't think so. I think celebrities are celebrities because they're, they're. Narcissist. They, they like that narcissistic yeah, right. attention. Yeah, you're right. It's it's different with the, uh, the these world controllers, the global elite type of uh, mentality people. Um, they want to control from behind the scenes, and and you know. Yeah. Um, do we had? Uh, I have another issue. It sounds like somebody's breathing heavy over there. Okay, oh, it might be you. Oh, <laughs> sorry. That might. Um, sorry, I was I, I was just bending down petting my twenty pound cat. Sorry about that. The ATF they did a ban on the uh, arm braces. Do you have a couple more minutes? Sure. Um, so yesterday, uh, under the the ATF, they put their ban on the uh, pistol braces, the the arm braces on the on the on the pistols. Now, they've they've tried doing stuff like this before. They're not getting away with it. Do you think they're going to be able to get away with this one? Because immediately they're going to put what over ten million people who own these legal legally bought arm braced pistols. Um, 
they're going to be felons now overnight. Uh, from from what yeah, I yeah no I don't I, yeah so no they're not going to get away with this I mean it's the same thing in Chicago with the government uh, outlawing uh, uh you know the uh, the uh, automatic semi auto rifles the long guns right yeah, they're, the they're, they're sheriffs yeah. that are saying no way yeah no way yeah we're not I, doing it we're not enforcing it and there's no way they cannot enforce it what they're going to do is selectively enforce it to try to make examples of people and that's why you have to have a constitutional sheriff mm-hmm. you have to have a constitutional sheriff that tells the atf you don't have jurisdiction in my county get the hell out and that's the authority of a sheriff to say to the atf you do not constitutionally exist. The ATF does not constitutionally exist. Let me repeat that again. There is no constitutional authority for the ATF to exist. Not only that, the Second Amendment is an explicit prohibition for what the ATF is doing. So you have two things there. And every sheriff in these United States takes an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. To allow the ATF to enforce anything in their jurisdiction is a violation of their promise to the people because the ATF exists contrary to the Constitution. A ban on these braces is a contradiction to the Constitution. The federal government doesn't have that authority. And like you said, um, they've outlawed all kinds of stuff they don't enforce. But what they do is they wait for that opportunity to find somebody they want to get. They have no other reason to get them. And they use it as a tool to make an example of them. And that's how they enforce the law. Yeah. They, uh, they, they beat up, they oppress, they violate the rights publicly of one person. And it terrifies the spineless into just giving up their rights. And that's what they're, what they're counting on. The problem is, is that when you when governments get too oppressive too quickly, uh, too greatly all at once, the people begin to really call call into question and to disregard those authorities. And that's where we are in America. The people have no respect for the FBI. They have no respect for the ATF. They have no respect for the office of the president. And so you're not going to get compliance with this. And as a matter of fact, you're going to get resistance. And I don't think this is really a battle that the ATF wants to take. This is not a hill they're going to die on. Yeah. And you know, they, from, from what I read, they have 120 days. The people have these arm braces on their, on their rifles, um, to comply. Um, or they, what they want is people's these people's names on a registry. So that's what they're trying to do is get people's name yeah, to well, question, fill out the registry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's a big question. You've got a Republican majority in the House now. Why 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 are the Congress members members of Congress members of the House not not saying something about this? Why are they not doing something about this? They have a check and balance over the ATF. They have the power of the purse over the ATF. Look what they did. They just defunded 87,000 IRS agents. Why aren't they now standing up to defund the ATF? Yeah, great question. And we better see them do that. Or or if not, you know. The The sheriffs. Yeah, it's got to come down the sheriffs. You know, we're in in a world of uh, trouble here in our state of Michigan, you know, because we have the all we have left is our uh, sheriff here. Um, yeah, but that's not a consolation prize. No, that's actually better than having a governor. Mm-hmm. So that all we have left yet, we still have our sheriffs, and the sheriffs are designed to be that guardian of the people's rights. When the federal government, when the local government, when any government has left its constitutional moorings, and so 
I always say to people, look, you, you, you are not a lost cause. Just get yourself a constitutional sheriff. And that's why our noncompliant movie, The Sheriff, is so important because it'll teach you what to look for. Exactly. And that's a great segue uh, to, to end on. Outcast, uh, do you have any final questions for Chris Ann before she has to go? No, I don't. No, I'm just uh, I'm digesting. <laughs> well, there's a lot here. There's a lot to digest. I always tell my students when you, you know, when they come into my classes, I say, like, like, I apologize up front. It's sort of like drinking from a fire hose. It is. Because there's so much we haven't learned and so much we need to learn. And I just, you know, I try to give small bites and small pieces, but the problem is, is that you, you, we ask questions and we are so fundamentally void of understanding that even one question brings about so much new information. Yeah, it does. You know, and you get, you can crack in there, get deeper and deeper. Um, I've been uh, running this live on our, uh, so people can hear us talking and we, we have a question here. Well, not really a question, but a, a comment on what you were saying. Um, and it goes back to the pistol braces, you know, SB tactical. They're the one of the companies that was hacked just after the FBI did this or the, the ATF did this last early last year. And all their client information was compromised and sent out. Uh, so everybody mm-hmm. knew who owned those pistol braces. And now, um, they've got their lists made up. They know who has what now, but yet they want you to comply and go in there and do that stuff. So uh, like you're saying, uh, do not comply with these people, right? Yeah. I mean, that is the solution. Peaceful noncompliance is the solution. That's what we teach. And if that's something that sounds strange or scary or unattainable, please, I, I, I'll, I'll give you the words of, of, of George Washington. I beseech you, I conjure you, my fellow citizens, to please go watch Noncompliant 1 and Noncompliant 2. You will not regret it. I mean, we got less than two hours of your life to spend learning how to defend liberty and how to train your children to defend liberty. I cannot imagine any more valuable use of that time. How much time do do we spend binging on on useless kitsch on television you know watching movies that we'll never get back watching these two documentaries will not just simply be that time spent it will be rewarded to you a hundredfold because it's not just a waste of time it's actually something that you will use for the rest of your life and you can use your children can use and their children can use for the rest of their lives to not be ruled by tyrants. I guarantee you thousands, hundreds of thousands of people have seen the first documentary. We have thousands and global, global thousands of five-star comments and, and, and endorsements. Life changing, life changing is the consistent thing that we're hearing. I'll never be the same from both documentaries. Awesome. Well, these things are great. I'm, I'm so glad that you guys are doing this for the people. Um, this is what the people need to see. They, they need to, you know, they're, they're not seeing any of this stuff in, in, in education, uh, you know, government, right. government indoctrination. So I just want to thank you and JC and, and your whole crew over there for doing what you guys do. Uh, you guys, libertyforsociety.com, chrisannhall.com, noncompliantmovie.com. Go out there. All the links are in the bottom of our uh, show description tonight. So, uh, Chrisanne, I just want to say thanks again for for uh, coming by and, and and you know telling us what we need to know, bringing us up on uh, up to speed, and uh, 
Uh, we have a lot, long way to go. We've got... Uh, but yeah, and next well, time I'm on, we'll be on video. We will. Yep. <laughs> I've been recording this on video right now, but while we've, uh, all the people got to see was your face in a still, you know, that one that I made, yeah. and uh, <laughs> me sitting next to it. So, <laughs> so excellent. <laughs> I can't wait. So, yeah, we'll get this uh, video thing dialed in. Uh, it's a learning curve for us here, but um, we're, we're going to handle it. Well, I we appreciate you guys, and our gratitude, as like I said, is, is, we're trying to show you our gratitude for what you're doing by making you a part of what we're doing. Well, I appreciate that so much and it's very, very good. And and we're so we're blessed by that and and appreciate what you guys are doing. And uh, we're going to do our best to keep this thing growing. Well, God bless you guys. And thanks for giving me the opportunity to reach your audience. Thank you. And they love you you. and uh, stay dangerous. Amen. Amen. All right. Good night. (laughs) Good night. Bye-bye. Good night. Oh man, Outcast! Really good. She brought the fire again. Always, every time, <clears throat> right? Bringing the fire. She's, cl- <laughs> she's clear. She's concise. Uh, she's so knowledgeable. It, it, it's a, it's such a for me personally. I'm speaking about me. I I don't want to say I'm intimidated. I it's it's overwhelming, but she's really good at making it simple enough to feel inspiring. Yeah, it's almost like it's it's like a mental block in my own head. I get I get I feel like it's too too big to digest but then again she's insisting it's not if we just take it close so i'm kind of inspired by that message she said that from right from the get-go just the constitution is not complicated our government is not complicated but why do i feel like it is well so that leads me to think that the way we were raised in our in the school system has led us to think it's complicated exactly it's it's the school system it's the media it's the government we listen to listen it's they are government okay the Constitution says, and it told us, we want a small, confined, uh, governed by the people type of go- uh, government. Well, government doesn't want that. Government wants to grow. Government wants to get bigger. So, of course, mm-hmm. government is going to be opposed to the rules of the Constitution because naturally things want to grow, right? Uh, right? And government is no different. So, you know, like you're saying, going back to, you know, it does seem like a big overwhelming type of task that we have but how how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time one bite at a time that's all it takes we just have to learn to figure out we have to learn uh, you know the um, what am I trying to say uh, learn our principles that we were given learn the liberties and in the outline like you're saying every it was done it, it was easy it was easy to understand but um it's become more complicated and, and a lot of people have made it way more complicated than it should have been. So uh, we have to get there. We have to get back to these books. We have to get back to these writings. Why do you think they don't teach our kids cursive anymore? It's because of those documents up there on the wall behind me. Mm-hmm. Okay. If those kids cannot understand and read the, the declaration of independence, the bill of rights, the constitution. Okay. Then they, they don't have a base. They don't have a base or a, a, a point to start from to actually, uh, you know, a measuring stick as to what the government and what education is saying. Without those documents yeah. there, they're not grounded. You know, I, I felt that was I felt that when I was a kid long time ago. You know, I thought if, yeah. if our Constitution well, was the rule of the land, uh, you know, then then why aren't you guys dealing with this as part of the uh, the rule of the land? Instead of tyrants. Go ahead. 
No, and then, then to compound it, to make it even worse, they've, they've taken away critical thinking out of the school. So these kids are being told that it's an outdated document and there's nothing to, to see here. Nothing to see here. So not only can't they, they couldn't read it if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can get a, they, but they know that they can get a printed version that's not printed in cursive, right? Right. So, so they have to double down and, and make sure that they can't even, they don't even have the cognitive ability to even question or you want to look at it. They're just like, well, my college professor who I think was cool said that it's a dumb document. I don't need to look at it. You know, that's sad. Well, that's yeah, rad. you know, they like to call it the uh, a living, breathing document. It's it's not that. It's not that at all. There is no mm-hmm. living, bre- you know, it's it's written in stone. Okay, but for a reason. Uh, you know, there was a right. purpose. There was a purpose for that. You know, but you get these a lot of these like like that one liberal uh, Supreme Court judge, uh, uh, the one that just died, the the one that was 110 years old. Um, uh, oh yeah, uh, Ginsburg. Yeah, or, uh, Ruth, Ruth Ginsburg. Ruth, Ruth yeah, Ginsburg. yeah. She yeah. she was always talking about how it's a living, breathing document. No, it's never like that. Um, well, even Chris Ann right here says the uh, the author of not a living, breathing document. Reclaiming our constitution. So she even talks about that right there. You know, it's not a living, breathing document. <clears throat> is is your house you know, is your house contract a living, breathing document? Can you change it whenever you want? Nope. No. How about your truck? No. No. You're not going to no. change that contract. No. That's what you sign. That's what you. No. Oh, go ahead. Now let's contrast that. Yeah. They like to say science is settled. <laughs> science right? is settled. You're not set. Science is never settled. Uh, right. Science just so, gets put so, on hold until it's proven so, wrong, or still keep uh, still still works. Yeah. So in their inverted satanic reality, which is turn everything on its head, science is settled. The Constitution is a living document. I mean, they tell you the opposite of everything. Yeah. Yep. Everything. <laughs> it's deception, brother. It's total deception. Oh yeah. You know. So well, he comes. The, the devil comes to, you know, murder, steal, and kill, and. A lie, you know, he's a liar. Yeah. Um, listen, listen here. Why don't we go on a break? And when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about um, about tonight. All right. About what's going on with our live stream and all that stuff. So um, let's take this okay. break. And when we come back, we'll um, we'll get into it on the other side. So uh, you guys, Dangerous Info Podcast. All right. Share the show right now, please. Uh, look at your phone. Uh, click that little shit. You know, click the buttons down there. Find the share, and then send it off to your friends. Hey, listen to this show. You guys got to listen up. So, uh, we'll be right back after this uh, short little break. Uh, enjoy this. We'll see you on the other side. Dangerous Info Podcast, everybody. Are you or a loved one suffering from a medical coincidence? You want proper medical care, but you don't want people sniffing around asking a whole bunch of questions about what might be causing your problem. At the Kaufman Institute for Coincidence, we won't look into the cause of your heart or other problem. We'll just fix it. That's right. We promise to only look at your symptoms. We won't get all curious looking for causes because that could get your employer or your doctor into some legal hot water. And nobody wants that. At Kaufman, we understand that coincidence is now the leading cause of death. We've got another coincidence over here. If we want to operate at the speed of science, there's no time for looking for causes. No pesky questions about drugs or vaccines you may have been given. At Kaufman, we specialize in the effects and leave the causes to the conspiracy theorists. And let's be honest, we know the cause anyway. It was a coincidence, right? 
For each new patient, Kaufman's talented team of doctors strap on their blinders and look directly at the problem area, usually the heart, just like the CDC recommends. Our main campus now treats myocarditis, blood clots, heart arrhythmia, stroke, heart attack, magnetic skin, difficulty breathing, full body blisters and burning, convulsions, kidney failure, memory loss, cancer, sudden death, and much, much more. Give your coincidence the attention it deserves, but not the wrong kind of attention at Kaufman. Schedule your appointment today at KaufmanCoincidence.com and receive a doctor's note with a real sciency sounding explanation to provide to your anti-vax friends, proving to them it was definitely not the vaccine that caused your coincidence. Kaufman, because coincidences happen pretty much all the time. Coming to you from FEMA Region 5, somewhere outside of Detroit, Michigan, where early voting has begun for 2024. Vote harder next time. (laughs) It's the Dangerous Info Podcast with your hosts, Jesse James and Outcast. They separate us from our neighbors and they call it social distancing. It's actually a bigger plan. It's called social conditioning. They took away our privacy. There's always someone listening. They're rigging the elections, planning riots for the citizens. The government has always lied. It's history repeating. But the problem is the schools dumb you down so you believe them. If you try to speak the truth inside a tweet, then they delete it. Whole administration Satanists who claim they praise in Jesus. Every year there's a new name for enemies that we're facing. It's Al-Qaeda, then ISIS, and now American patriots. Who would have thought those who love the country the most would be Hated on by folks who call America home. Both political parties are equally just as evil. They've been working for themselves, don't give a damn about the people. Black, white, yellow, brown, humanity needs you. Cause united we stand, divided they will defeat you. Ah, yes, everybody, welcome back to the Dangerous Info Podcast. It is uh, Monday, January 16th. Oh, Outcast, this little classic or little classified Corvette show, <laughs> it's been pretty good. Uh, she just comes in with fire. Man, oh, it's yeah. like uh, we ask, got to ask her a question and stand back because, you know, all the fire's coming. She's uh, it's perfect what you want uh, in a teacher, right? Uh, in a teacher yeah. like this uh, to teach such important information. So, oh, well, man. You know, any, any, teacher, any teacher that teaches with deep knowledge and passion is they're worth their weight in gold. You cannot, you know, I mean, I don't know about you, but I love history. But when I was in school, I had the most driest unpassionate history teachers that robbed me of my joy of, of, of history. I mean, I don't know what it's like to be a teacher. I'm sure they get burned out, but I mean, how, how can you present, right? So, anyways, so, so she's the antithesis to that. You, you get, you get Chrisanne and she, she knows her stuff. She's clear. She's concise. She's passionate. It's everything you'd want to, in, in somebody to teach you. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and that's the thing is like, you know, we've had her on the show, what, uh, six, seven times now at something like that. It seems like, um, I don't know. Is it that many? I thought it was more like four times. Five times? <clears throat> okay. You might be right. This might be five or no, this might be six here. I, I have to double check. Okay. Um, yeah. but, um, you know, in these, in these, in these times that we've had her here on the show, 
think about how much enlightenment she's brought to us and our audience, right? Now, since right. I'm a member of you know their uh, of their 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 class, dude, you would not realize you would not uh, the amount of the wealth of information that's over there is, is just crazy. Uh, let me see here. Um, if you go to libertyfirstsociety.com, all right, that is that, that's everything. Uh, let me see. I'm, I'm going to go to it right now. This is their uh, constitutional education and training uh, for, you know, we the people. They have the video lessons, the textbooks, the activism boot camp. The, the, there's films in there. I mean, it's just like going to a library, but for uh, the founding of this country, you know, and, and then plus not just all the uh, the founding parts, but everything that's relevant today. You know, it, they do a great job of uh, of relating everything um, from the past to today. Uh, you know, you, you see her on, on Instagram and, and where she's at, you know, on online, mm-hmm. right? So it's like there's just yeah. so much. So I, 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 I want people to go in there, and you can enroll. It's, ch- it's cheap, you guys, to go in there uh, and, and learn this stuff. Uh, you will learn how to be uh, – to, to be, um, what, what's the right word? An activist for the Constitution, for your rights, for your liberties. You'll 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 know how to do it, and you'll see exactly how you were lied to in the past, uh, just by oh. listening to these video lessons and uh, you know learn the American history and the Constitution and how to defend the truth. Right? That's, that, that, I mean, this this their their website inspires me. And think about this: it's going to equip you guys. Um, it will totally equip you guys for what. Uh, you know, what's coming up. So if you get into uh, uh, an, an argument, a debate, whatever it is, or if government is being tyrannical, you'll already have the tools in your head to actually deal with it and, and help process it. I mean, that's what really helped me out during this whole uh, scamdemic stuff, you know, and uh, even even more now that they've put the bioweapon out, you know, bioweapon disguised as a vaccine. <sighs> right. Sorry, I've just been ranting there a little bit there. But you know, no, that's just how I feel. No. Yeah, I want people to get over there to libertyforsociety.com. I mean, there's so much information, and that's the information we're going to need. Because uh, if this stuff gets forgotten about and gone, there there goes our there goes our future. Um, yeah. Okay, so let me see. What I wanted to t- talk to you about is I'm on restream right now, and I am live. I've been live since before you. Before I called you, Outcast. Before you joined the show, before we started the show, yeah. um, I started yeah. just because I'm running an open camera. I've got a camera right here in front of me. I'm running the open camera and I'm broadcasting live to Twitch right now, everybody. So I just wanted to do that because I'm forcing myself to get used to doing this live stuff. You know, we've been doing Zoom for quite a few weeks now, and that's fun and great. Um, but with this program here, uh, it's going to give me more control of what I can do and what I can see. Now we have, there's a live chat here on the side. So when you guys watch the show live, you can actually interact like K-Dub. He was, he was, he's been monitoring our chat today. Right. And, uh, Outcast, you went and you actually looked at it on your, did you look at it on your phone or on your computer? On my phone. Did you? Okay. So it kind of worked. Mm-hmm. Probably this really screen, oh, yeah. small screen though. Right. Yeah. But I can see as clear as anything. Okay, good. There's just, there's just a delay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you you guys are gonna see the delay, but um, that's that's the thing. Me and you right now, we're not seeing the delay because we're actually just doing our thing, right? Um, but 
thanks K-Dub for, for monitoring the chat. There's two people watching right now, which I'm fine with. Uh, somebody, uh, K-Dub, he's right from our chat room over on Gilded. So that's awesome. I haven't checked over there yet to see what's going on. Um, let me see. Yes, K-Dub has done that. So, okay. Thank you for doing what you're doing now. He just sent a, a note. He said there's a slight audio delay now, but still good to go and good enough. Yeah, that, that delay might come from uh, within the program. Or oh, some latency stuff. Maybe it's this this computer, this laptop here. I'm working on this computer. Um, maybe it's because I've got a lot of stuff in there. But uh, Outcast, we have to discuss some things. Um, so anyway, look 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 forward to seeing more live stuff, right? Uh, at least more video stuff because that's what we're getting into now. In in Outcast, we we're gonna go with you on Zoom tonight. So at least me and you can see each other. Um, somehow it, what I'm having trouble with, it seems like is how to figure out how to incorporate the zoom screen, uh, over here on this restream that I'm using. So that's my problem. Mm. <laughs> right. Mm. So at least the good thing is we're live. People are hearing us. Uh, people are seeing me because I have a camera on me. Um, I can easily get you in here. That's not a problem as long as it's on. Oh, I'd have to invite you. Hey, do you do you mind trying something really quick? I can't believe we're doing this on What's air. That? Um, you sure you want to do this? I <laughs> know. <laughs> um, I can try though. Uh, do you have a can uh, a computer? I do. <clears throat> um, I don't know Get if people want to do this. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're asking for trouble. <laughs> yeah, let's let's we'll, we'll hook this up for next time because I, I it says right here I can hook you up right now, um, but we got to get that that good camera on your on your computer and the, a better microphone so that you're not talking on a laptop or a computer microphone. Okay. okay. So anyway, that uh, glad we didn't do that. That might have been uh, something silly, but uh, K Dub's laughing at us right now. All right, so listen here. What we're going to do is get into some stuff we, we started talking about earlier, which is the um, World Economic Forum. And, of course, our our governor, Gretchen Whitmer, Whitmer she's there, right? And as, as she was saying, uh, um, Chris Ann, these people aren't supposed to be there, right? These people are – what they're doing is uh, – you know, it's not they're meeting with foreign, foreign yeah. entities, yeah, right? Yeah, they're meeting with foreign entities. They they shouldn't be doing any of this stuff. They're a um, uh, what's what's the, the term she called it was? Oh, they're foreign influencers. Okay, they they should not mm. be there. There's no reason for them to be doing this stuff unless the reasons are toward against us. All right, so um, they want they they want they want the Great Lakes. I'm telling you. Oh, they want that fresh water for sure. Yep. Yep. They've, they've been after it for a while, and that's why Whitmer is so important to be a pawn in their game. They've got to have their, they got to keep their hooks in her firmly to pull off like a Bill Gates style land purchase or something to yeah. get access to the water. That's what they want. Yeah, and you know, I'm glad you brought that up um, because they they want they need that Great Lakes water um, mm -hmm. because it gives them power across the world, right? It gives them. Uh, a power to sell. Um, it gives them the power to control other nations who don't have water. It gives them, you know, it, what what they're going to end up doing well, is a step-by-step, step, slow, slowly 
regulating their way towards uh, situations where we won't have access to that stuff. Only government will. Go ahead. Well, yeah, it's kind of like, um, you know, uh, was it Lenin or Stalin control the food, control the people? Yep. Um, water, water is a similar thing, you know, control the water, control the people, you know, they, yeah. you'll really, you'll really have people over a barrel if you take their water. I mean, you'll make them, they'll, they'll cave in a heartbeat. Yeah. Do whatever you want to do to them. Yeah, you're right. Um, cause, cause you can go, what, what's the, what's the rules of three for, if you're out in the wilderness, you can go, uh, three days without water. Is it is three, it three it? days, three, three hours? Three, three hours without shelter. Yeah, three minutes without Three breath. hours without shelter. Yep. Yeah, yeah. three minutes without breath, three hours without shelter, um, three days without water, and three weeks without food. Rules of three. Yeah. Water yeah. is three days, yep. not three weeks. Right. 100%. Yeah, that's a great point you brought up there. Um, great Lakes water. Look, at that's how important this is. Plus the auto industry. You know, the, the big three oh, auto industry, yeah. they're right here. And, they, you know, all those three, they're down with the World Economic Forum. Uh, you know, they're down with the United Nations Sustainable Development stuff. That's why I keep saying every every car, even, you know, this is going to apply to every um, appliance, too, in your house. Uh, it's going to apply to the gas stoves that they're trying to get rid of. Um, it's just another part of they plan, they, they wish to control every aspect of human movement and i'm not lying when i say that they eventually they're going to get to a point where they want to control our breath they're we're we're gonna we're we're exhaling too much because to them these people we are the carbon they want to get rid of all right now remember people we need we are carbon-based life forms we need carbon the planet needs more carbon all right the more carbon the better the better growth of plants it's better for the animals and they know this. They know this stuff, but they just do not want us around. Okay, so yep. Yeah, and and to, to, I just got to say it again. <clears throat> There's that recent article of that that uh, facility in Germany where they're showing you these pods that are eerily similar to the Matrix movie. Oh yeah, that they yeah. plan on grow. They plan on growing babies in. Yep. Now, when you when you read the article, it says. In order to, you know, to, in anticipation of repopulating the earth due to population decline, that's what we're preparing for. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Bill Gates and company is telling us that we're overpopulated now. You're telling us you're preparing for a repopulation? So if you, if you sort, sort between the BS, what they're saying is we have too many of the likes of you. You've yes. got to go. Yep. And then we're going to make our own version that we're going to replace you with that we can control from the, from, the womb to the to death. Right. So that's what they want. We, they don't want your free thinking, you know, gun toting constitute quoting mind. Uh, they want you gone. They want to repopulate with their version of you. Right. I mean, and I don't say this lightly. I mean, if you look between the BS, these are news articles that you can see for you with your own eyes from mainstream sources of Bill Gates saying we're overpopulated and we need to do something about it, which by the way, why are we taking health advice from, somebody who wants to get rid of people. And then, as you would say, Jesse, mm-hmm. and then on the other hand, their friends in the tech industry are preparing for baby pods to, cr- to grow babies because human population growth is low. What kind of double talk garbage is this? Exactly. And that's the, and that's the stuff that they, they plan at the World Economic Forum, right? Yep. I'm sorry, I'm going to rant. 
That's all right. It's it's a hundred percent true. Um, and they're planning that right now. They're, this this meeting is going from what uh, the sixteenth, which is uh, today, through the twentieth. So if you know if there is, um, well, I just put something in there. Okay, if you want to see. Now, now, no, okay, now while you're messing with that, I got sort of a question. Yeah. For you, so so. There was two reports I saw that Soros and Schwab were not going to be attending due to health issues. Right. But then I saw something, I think, from uh, Jack Pine Savage that said that um, that Soros was there speaking. Now, my deductive reasoning was that there are there's res- mass resistance and or protests outside the World Economic Forum. Yep. And those big those big fat cats are particularly scared. So they were setting out a false flag that they weren't coming so they could slip in the back door undetected. Is that what your deduction was of that too? Yeah. That, yeah. That makes sense because you know, um, these people are, are being discovered, you know, they, they all across the world. People do not like this anymore that we hate being governed and run by tyranny. And people know that these tyranny meetings, which what I always like to call them these tyranny meetings where they want to get together and, uh, have meetings and how they're going to control your life. Okay. So that's what this is. Now I'm into the world economic forum, um, trending section here on Twitter, right? I'm going to read a few things mm-hmm. to you and, uh, just comment whenever you want. Uh, Daniel Turner, he says, if the climate crisis was real, the world economic forums annual meeting will be held on zoom and not in Davos. So mm-hmm. yeah, true. Exactly. Now you see, they had over 2000 jets, right? If they if they're all yeah. you know they're pushing this whole climate crisis nonsense on the people on the ones who are buying it as a real thing, now why would they do that if they say that you know we don't want your cars we don't want uh, you know your stoves your your um, you know everything's got to be metered and everything yet while you're you know hunkering down in your house uh, you're without these amenities that we've all you know lived in for all these years. They're still. It's okay for them to, to fly around in the super jets and have these extravagant meetings and extravagant meals and uh, eat beef and they, they you know while they want us to eat the crickets, right? So no, I mean people, yeah. if you, if you're not understanding this and seeing the psyop for what it really is, well, you wouldn't be listening to this show because the ones that listen to this show they are seeing it. Yeah, you, know? you know what I mean. Yeah. They, they understand yeah. it. Um, now here's another one. It says breaking. Zelensky announces that he will participate, you know, Vladimir Zelensky, the dancing uh, boy band mm-hmm. president over there for Ukraine. Uh, president T-shirt. Yeah. He says uh, Zelensky announces he will par- participate in the World Economic Forum in Davos to sign new, quote, reconstruction loans with with who? BlackRock. Remember, I keep saying BlackRock mm-hmm. and Vanguard. And there's one more um, that you might not ever see who's on their board because they might not list it. The names. Um, but he, those are the ones that are running thing, everything. Those are the ones that are planning all this stuff. These are the ones that are behind the scenes who you'll never see their names on lists and everything. Well, he's going to sign a new quote reconstruction loan with BlackRock. Are you guys understanding what's going on here? Okay. Well, you know, Jesse, you know, you might want to, um, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you something. I was yeah. slow to, to comprehend BlackRock, so maybe some of our listeners aren't big on BlackRock either. Give us a nutshell who they are, so people understand how diabolical it is to think that. Well, I mean, you think about it, he's going to 
start a construction deal with BlackRock? Didn't we just give them trillions? Or no, is it billions? Billions. Over $110 billion this year. In, in, in yeah, 2022. Meanwhile, Pete. People in the United States are struggling and suffering, and we're just dumping money into Ukraine for who knows what. And now they're taking out loans from BlackRock, BlackRock which is essentially an extension of, uh, I guess you'd say, the uh, the central bank. I mean, they're, exactly, they're just- yeah. Those people on the central bank, the Rothschilds, the, the Morgans, these, uh, these, these names like this, they're all... Um, you know, even Bill Gates and Soros and, and uh, the World, World Economic Forum with Klaus Schwab. Uh, these are all the people that comprise this BlackRock group. All right. Vanguard is another one. They're they're traded on the on the stock exchange. They're they're a group. And just so and, happens and they, they buy, own and they, and they buy all your favorite brands. Right. Yes. Don't yes. They? They, they buy interest in all these brands in, in, in the properties. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're buying up these rental homes, you know, turning them, you know, homes and then turning them into rental homes. Uh, they're into everything. All the, the big gigantic corporations that are around the world. It's like they own percentages of every one of these companies. And by doing that, of course, once you own a majority um, percentage of these companies, well, guess who's in control of these companies then? Okay, so that's what this BlackRock is. And Vanguard is another one. And dang it, I can't remember the last one. There's another one. Uh, it starts. I think it starts with an S. Um, oh, um, I, I'm not going to remember what it is right now. But 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 so, but these the, this is the business face to the cabal. Yes, exactly. Exa- perfect way to put it. The business face to what it is, and it, because what that does mentally to people who aren't paying attention, they just think of it as another business transaction or as a sort of a benign company uh you know because you can put money in with blackrock too you know you can play the stock market game and you know and have black market in your portfolio and you know vanguard and black all this market stuff too. you said you said black market <laughs> <laughs> what I, I meant um blackrock yeah yeah black but it's Rock. funny because yeah exactly for some well, reason for some reason it made sense anyways it's kind of cool you know <laughs> yeah so you know you know they are yeah so oh, yeah yeah it's incredible so i have a copy of their white papers here um published today and um it's the it's called strengthening public private cooperation with civil society and it's a big pdf that you guys can go and look and download this thing um i wonder if i should do that yeah i wonder if let me go back over here now inside within it here here is a list of names that are attending this world economic forum uh mostly known as davos all right, Davos, Davos, uh, kind of like the Bilderberg. It's the same people. It's the same, you know, they're all getting together and doing these meetings, right? Um, so John Kerry, he is, uh, of course, from the United States. And here's his uh, title, Special Presidential Envoy for Climate of the United States of America. Uh, we have Catherine Tai. She's a U- U.S. Uh, trade representative. Uh, Martin Walsh, he's Secretary of Labor of the United States. Samantha Power, if you remember her from... The Obama, uh, early Obama Trump stuff. Her name was all messed up in that uh, Trump collusion Russia nonsense crap, and with uh, mm-hmm. Mike, Michael Flynn and all that stuff. Remember that? Well, mm-hmm. she's the administrator of U.S. Agency for International Development. She's there. Uh, Avril Haines, U.S. Director mm-hmm. of National Intelligence, the DNI. You guys, why are these people at a globalist meeting? Think about that. Why are they there? What are they learning? 
What are they? Be- They're not learning the Constitution over there. I'm telling you what. Okay, <laughs> that's well said. Right? Yeah, they they are they are aligning. But let's say let's say it, it's one thing for our governor to be there. How many other governors are there? And why are they meeting with globalists who want to control every aspect of your life and lock you down and keep you from having freedom and home ownership? I mean, everything that makes America great um, in its you know its uniqueness. These people are the antithesis, and our government leaders are meeting with them. Yeah, should make you you should want to throw up in your mouth. It is disgusting. Um, I just checked on the chat, and uh, K-Dub, he just said, Outcast, and anyone else seeing this, if you want to understand BlackRock, Vanguard, and the third one that I couldn't remember that I thought started with an S, State Street. Okay, that's, that's the one, th- State Street. I'm not familiar with that one at all. Yeah, is State it, Street. So, but essentially, it, it, it's, it's a ruse because they're all owned by the same people. Yeah. Well, it just looks like three different companies, right? It's good cover, you know what I mean. Uh, some, yeah. some, some are parts of that. Some are parts of the other one. It's mixed and matched. So, um, basically, what he's saying, he says, watch Monopoly, who owns the world on BitChute, and I've I've seen okay. part I've seen parts of that. That's really good. I uh, think I've seen parts of that too. Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, if I, yep. if I remember. So th- thanks, <laughs> thanks, uh, K Dub for, for that. Um, I put the, uh, I just put an invite on the gilded on our chat room to join me live here on this restream. If anybody wants to click it, you can, and I, and, and I'll see you, but um, let's go back now to the public figures who are over there. Um, Christopher Ray, director of the FBI. Why is he over at the economic forum? Why is he at Davos learning in this stuff? Uh, we have Brian Kemp. Look at that. The governor of Georgia, Brian Kemp. He's there. Uh, Christopher A. Coons, the senator from Delaware. Um, Daryl Issa. I've, I remember that guy. Daryl Issa, congressman from California, Republican. Uh, Greg Weeks, or Greg W. Meeks, congressman from New York, uh, Democrat. I can still, I'm hearing your breath uh, hit the microphone. I don't know if your mic is real close to your face. Um, and here, here we go. Our, our girl, Gretchen Whitmer. Governor of the state of Michigan. There you go. So we have uh, Dave. It looks like Dave has has uh, joined into the room here. I don't know if he can see us or not, but uh, Dave, I can see that you're here. Let's see if we can get you up on the screen with me. I'm not sure if his microphone is on or not, but um, it's ready to go. I think this is Patriot, Dave. Let's go back and we'll talk to, uh, we'll say, so we left off on Whitmer, right? She's our governor from the great state of Michigan. (laughs) Um, Let's see. We have, there's only a few left, you guys. Um, J.B. Pritzker, he's the governor of Illinois who we just talked about with Chris Ann. He's the one that said no more uh, AR-15s or what they call assault weapons, which you can't define assault weapon because there is no thing. I guess now we have we all of us have assault stoves, assault gas stoves. <laughs> so dumb. Um, so dumb. Yeah, James uh, James Rich. He's a senator from Idaho, Republican. He's over there at the World Economic Forum. Um, Joe Manchin, senator from West Virginia, Democrat. Kristen Cinema, senator from Arizona. She calls herself an independent now. She's a Democrat. Um, Maria Cantwell, senator from Washington. Democrat, 
Uh, four left. Maria Elvira Salazar, Congresswoman from Florida, Republican. Uh, Mike Gallagher, Congressman from Wisconsin, Republican. Uh, Mike Sherrill, Congressman from New York, Democrat. Seth Moulton, Congressman from Massachusetts, Democrat. And that's it for the United States people. Now, there's a ton of people. There's President of Zimbabwe. He's there now, the new one. Remember that one that used to be there, Outcast? Yeah, see the one that uh, that put the he sent in the pawpaw yep. fruit or something. To, That's right, and they killed him. Yep. So now they got a puppet in place. They got a puppet in place now. Game. Yep. That's how they do hey, it. People. You, so, well, you know, think about it like this: we think we feel betrayed by our elections and what's going on. These people, they had an assassination of their president, right? Oh yeah, right. and now they've got now they got some clown in there. Yeah. So, so this is not a feeling of just being an American. It's a feeling, I think it's a probably a, well, Brazil. I mean, we know there's places all over the world that, that they're trying to pull the stunt off with. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry. <sighs> you're, you're right, though. You're right. So, um, you know, I scroll through this. This is a PDF that I picked up. It's the World Economic Forum Annual Meeting. And it's a, that was a 12-page uh, recipe right there that I just read. And that's their list of public figures. Um, and, and of course it says we're committed to improving the state of the world. Yeah, exactly what they're doing. They're, they're, they're committed to improving their state of running the world. Uh, no more sovereignty for people. That's what they want. Uh, you know what I need to look for too is the hashtag. Um, what I tell you to, to remember world economic forum. Yeah. I remember what you told me. I think that was what There's I wanted. Else. Yeah, I think that's what I, it was a hashtag. Uh, World Economic Forum, right? Let's see here. See what we come up with. Um, no, I don't want that. It's. I'm looking for the uh, the trending section. Is what I'm doing. I don't know. Have have is you? Are you guys anybody out there? Like Outcast, have you ever been on Twitter? Uh, for some reason, I can. When somebody sends me a link, I can open it up and take a peek, but I don't spend time looking around on Twitter. No, but I mean, I, I'll read something. I can scroll down. It asks me if I want to join. I can see bits of it, but I'm not like on Twitter. Okay, no, I got gotcha. you. That makes any sense. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, you know, I was off it for years because I couldn't stand what's going on there. Um, now I'm just having a little bit of fun with it uh, because it's a little more free than <laughs> than it used to be. Um, is it balanced? Does it feel it seems, balanced? Yeah, it seems like it. It seems like it is now. Uh, so I, I have a little bit of fun over there. Um, but there's just... Uh, let me see if I can get this trending stuff. Because there was this trending that I was looking at earlier. And it was all about the World Economic Forum. And um, I can't find it now. The trending changes so much. So um, let's see here. We have something that Patriot M was giving us earlier. Remember that? Oh, yeah. And she was talking about, because uh, I asked her to, you know, send us a little bit of research. You know, she likes to do research for us. And um, some of that stuff it came back that, uh, let's see if I can get this going here. You probably won't be able to, uh, you're not going to be able to hear it. Well, I'm looking at some of our notes from earlier. <clears throat> and she said, even uh, in regards to Davos. Yeah. 
even the German health minister took a jet to Davos, even though he, he it's a short train right away. That's right, yeah. So he's real close to there. So, you know, he could have made a, you know, a weekend out of it and just, you know, took a train or, or driven there over the weekend, right? But instead, no, he yep. waits He waits till today and he flies over there. Um, and Klaus Schwab, Klaus Schwab is saying, we will all have implants in our brains. Yes. In the future. Yep. That's exactly the future that they foresee for us. So I, you know, I don't, I don't like it. And, and okay. And, so there's and, a, and, go ahead. And she's also saying, she also says to, to, to create protection for these globalists because the, the mood is changing with the public about these people. Yep. It says Switzerland has deployed 5,000 troops to, for Davos. Yeah. And that's to protect them. Okay, I remember back in the days in the 90s when they were having these meetings and you might get, you know, like Alex Jones and, and a couple other people show up and uh, to, to not harass, but to ask questions and they would get shut down right away. But for years, everybody would kept saying, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. There's, they're not meeting behind closed doors. Uh, they're just having business lunches and, you know, uh, things like that. But <laughs> for anybody paying attention now, you know, that's not true. Right. We know none of that stuff is true. So especially what we've lived through for the last three years. Yeah. Okay. So remember, uh, here's a kicker to all this. You have 2000, uh, of these people flying around and bringing their jets and everything. Guess what they requested? They requested all the pilots to be non-vaxxed. I saw that. Yeah. (laughs) Non-vaxxed pilots. Why do you think that is? (laughs) Well, I mean, if you're not awake by now, what, but then again, you know, these all the normies that surround us, all our friends and family who are still asleep, if they don't tell them on the mainstream news circuit, they just, they can't, mm. they can't comprehend it. Exactly. It's the weirdest thing. They're trained to only listen to news sources that are whatever, yep. established or something. I don't know. I can't figure it out. Yep. Exactly. So, <sighs> you know, think about that, people. You can't drive. You can't have a gas stove. You got to eat the bugs, the crickets, um, and you can't. You Hunger can't, Games, you, anyone? Yeah, Hunger Games. This is we're, we're right back to the Hunger Games stuff. You know, Outcast. We were talking on the phone earlier, right? Yeah. Um, let me see. K Dub has something to add to the show right here. He says they are aligning themselves with the Capitol. Okay, so we're going right back to the Hunger Games. Uh, the capital at the Hunger Games to see and to be seen. So yeah, they're like they're preening out there. They're out there to preen for the people and to uh, stage each other up, right? Uh, they believe in the mm. new world order and and they want to be on the right side of history. Quote as things progress, it's just like the Hunger Games. Yes, before the Pan Am became the twelve districts. Exactly, exactly. K Dub, thanks for bringing that up. Now we have here our FEMA regions, right? We're right here in FEMA Region Five. In Michigan, uh, you know, so mm-hmm. they they have a map of of us. If you guys look it up, go look up the FEMA region maps. Right, there's ten of them for the United States, and they want us to be broken up that way. And another thing too that they're they're bringing back, they're trying to bring to life again, is the North American Union. They're trying to get Canada, United States, and Mexico to join and become a union. Okay, just like the European Union over there. That's all run by Brussels. Well, they want to have a North American union here, um, but that was shut down in, I think, 2016, 2017, when they lost that election. That was all that that went down. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So what, what they're trying to do now is and, and they've already met Biden, 
uh, Trudeau, Castro, and the, the president down there in Mexico. I forgot his name. Uh, but they're, they're meeting now trying to do move forward with this North American Union. So get, get rid of borders, right? Get rid of national identities, uh, merge everything, and bow down to one ruler somewhere off in some other land. That's, that's, that's what they want. You know, and just to provide a little bit of biblical context or hope to this, um, you know, Nimrod, uh, the Babylonian, yeah. was building a giant structure to, to reach God so he could try to uh, war with God or shoot, exactly. kill God or whatever, right? Yep. And when, and when God knocked down that tower, he scattered them by their languages. Right. By design, God has made us, you, you can't glue us together. We're not going to, we're not going to adhere. It's kind of like the Euro. Right. Right. Yep. Uh, they want to do everything opposite to God's plan. So that's why they're hell bent on, no pun intended. That's why they're hell bent on making us come together and create these alliances and a one world religion and a one world language and a one world government. It's all it all goes back to the Babylonians and they, the elites at the very top believe they may be, they very well may be. And they believe that they are descendants of Nimrod and the Babylonians. Okay. Yep. They are trying to bring to fruition Nimrod's goals. The good news is, is that when God scattered the languages, I don't, there's, they can't, they can't be undone. They are, they're swimming against the current. They can't do this. I, I, I think it's, their arrogance is their biggest downfall. They they think that they can overcome God's ultimate plan. Right. That's why they're trying to you know they're trying to change us or implant us with you know uh, you know Neuralink or whatever it is. I mean they've got so many different irons in the fire. Yeah. Just grasping at straws how to undo what God has done. Mm-hmm. Just I just want to throw that in there because you keep mentioning you know bringing this country together and this country and it's like. Uh, I think God settled this a long time ago with the Tower of Babel. Yeah, they're just trying to reconstruct this and, and bring it back down again. It's the same thing as mm-hmm. with the DNA. They're, they're, they're tr- yep. you know, they, they've got the DNA again. Okay, yep. they, they, they've yep. that's we're right back to that again, you guys. So, um, the, God told us this is going to happen, <laughs> right? He said, "Look out for these days." Well, and you know, I was just talking about this with with uh, Greasy Dave earlier too. You know, we we with this Nephilim. Uh, narrative that that we talk about a lot some you know some of our listeners i don't know if they if they fully get it or not but if if the devil was trying to create an invasive species think that you know like like just as a reference point you know you're in florida and you release a python into the wild and next thing you know you got an invasive species right yeah that was the devil's plan to thwart god's prophecy yep now but if, if you if you read the extra biblical texts of enoch for example it says when they were done messing the, the fallen angels were done messing with humans they moved on to animals and plants. Mm-hmm. So here they want to sell us everything at the grocery store is GMOs, genetically modified organisms. Yep. See how, I mean, it is not, they're not just after us. They're after us, well, they are after us, but I mean, they're using the, this hybrid food to try to destroy us because we outnumber, because we outnumber them. Right. They need to bring our numbers down because what, if we wake up, they're, they're, they're in big trouble if the if the masses in mass wake up. Well, Sorry, I know yeah. I'm being redundant. Yeah, well, that's that's the the great awakening. You know, they they don't mm-hmm. want that. They got to get that that God particle figured out before the great awakening comes. So yeah, we're back to the great reset, the great awakening. Which one are we going to get first? Yeah. 
you know, I, I know that we've gone over this over and over again. I just, I can't help but think of these things when I think about these clowns meeting in Davos to control the world. Now, the, the part that is intimidating is when you think about how much money they have. I mean, they have, I mean, they control well, 99% of the world's wealth is controlled by 1% of the population. It's, it's, it's that's intense. Well, yeah, it's not even about money to them. It, money is nothing. It's, it's about the, uh, it's about the control that they get with the perceive, uh, because of the perception that we have of money. Okay, um, not uh, not talking not, 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 not talking about me and you, but in general, people. Yeah. Perception. Well, well, here's a chink, and here's the chink in their armor. Yeah, they, Greasy Dave and I were talking about this earlier too. One of the things that God has been teaching, especially if you've got money in the stock market is it, it's helped us. I'm just speaking in regards to Dave and myself, and I'm sure other people feel exactly the same way. This last couple of years has taught us, like we can see now that we have put money as an idol in our lives. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like for me, you know, I'm looking at my stocks and, and I can taste retirement. Just it's right there. Dave said he was doing the same thing when I was talking to him tonight. And then here comes Biden and here, here goes the stock market down. And then in that, that's humbling, right? And then yeah. you start to recenter and go, I'm sorry, God, I was putting my faith in my retirement funds when I, all the while I should be putting my faith in you because you're showing me how volatile and how it can be taken away just like that. Yeah. So, so now people all over the world are becoming more grounded in their faith, right? And they're reconnecting with their heavenly father. That's dangerous to the World Economic Forum and, and these clowns, right? Exactly. Because they yeah. need us. Right, you follow me? Oh, yeah. So, so everything that everything they do has a <clears throat> has a counter. You know, the pendulum swings in a different direction. It's like they're constantly. They got to feel like they're chasing their tail. They got all this money, but they're still chasing their tail at the end of the day. They do, and, and you know what's funny is I was thinking about this today. Is the money part of it? Um, of course, they have. They keep us in control by the currency, right? Th that's how they mm -hmm. they keep us busy by and debt. because and, of and debt exactly the the currency debt. They keep us in control. They don't need our tax money. They don't need it because they can just print it out of thin air like they always do. So the only reason that they're keeping us in this perception is because we're controlled by that. We we are mentally controlled by that without recognizing who's controlling it. Yeah. And you know what you're making me think of right now, too, is when they need to keep us busy because we're waking up, what do they do? They print more money and print more money and they devalue it. Now we're all really scrambling because, you know, your paycheck, the groceries have doubled. And I mean, we're, I think in the last year we've had like, uh, I, I'm afraid to even quote it, but I could have swore I just read something like technically we, instead of your typical 7% inflation, we've had something like like a 70% inflation jump just in the past year or so, right? Yeah, yeah. Biden's been in office. Yep. And, and what would be... The, Okay, so they're going to accomplish two things. Print money, crash the entire system, so we're crying out for help, and then they, they'll, they'll be more apt to accept their crappy solutions. But the other part of it, too, is they devalue the money, then we chase our tail more. The more we chase our tail, then the less likely we are to come for them. Yes, that's but it. If you, if you re, but if you re, recenter yourself on your faith, and you, and you, have, you, know, you, you trust that God is going to provide, and you don't, chase, you don't play that game and chase your tail, and you keep your eyes on your enemy... That works against them, and that's what they're forcing people to do. Because you know, if you're if you you, you reach the end of you, you figure I cannot do it. I can't work another job. There's nothing else I can do to make ends meet. I I better get on my knees and start talking to my creator, right? Because <laughs> it's, 
you, you run out of you after a while. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. That's what I. That's that's what these people can't. These these people cannot anticipate. They, the human spirit ultimately turns to the Lord. So they can turn up the heat and make us uncomfortable, but the more they do it, the more people just keep turning to God. Yeah, that's true. It's a good analogy to put it that way. Um, you know, when am, I, am I hijacking? Am I hijacking your agenda? I'm sorry. I'm just no. Rambling. You're adding to it, man. I like it. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Now cool. I'm going to hijack your agenda and tell you to keep doing some more talking because remember we were talking earlier today and you gave me some really yeah. good stories, uh, or even in the hmm. stuff that you text about earlier today to our text group. Oh. Um, so I don't, if you want to pick any one of those, it doesn't matter to me, but I think the audience, uh, would appreciate hearing one of your stories that you, that happened to you just what today or the, over the weekend, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the one with the, 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 the watch shop was on Friday, uh, late, late Friday afternoon on my way home from work. I went by this, this little crusty mom and pop, uh, watch shop where they change watch batteries. Okay. So I want I one of my one of my watches needs a battery. I've been carrying it around for a week. Is this so over, like, oh, right by there. your house or something? Pretty pretty close. Yeah, okay. it's in Madison Heights, and right. I live in Ferndale. Yeah. So I was just like, all right, go in here. And and every time I go in there, there's these same curmudgeons in there. These two dudes. I mean, honestly, I think they, <laughs> they look older. They look older than they are. Unfortunately, they just are. They're pretty beat up looking little uh, petite skinny guys. Uh, liver spots all over their heads, and you know they're just, they're they're kind of a mess. Yeah, and uh, and and when I, and I whenever I go in there, I get this overwhelming smell of marijuana. Just a little side note, just to paint a picture, uh, and and I, I I cannot fathom how these two guys make a living changing watch batteries, and they've got watches, some some expensive, nice watches in there, but really the store isn't full, and then I'm just kind of like, who's coming in here to buy a wall clock? Who's Young people don't want watches. I mean, it's, I don't know. And there's there's something weird. I don't know how they stay in business, but I need them once in a while for a watch battery change. Yeah. And I go in there, and they got the big screen TV blaring, and uh, and it's Pr- Priscilla Presley's death, and uh, I, I don't know how how I started, but I, I always I want to feel them out. So I said, um, I, I was trying to ease into the vaccine and sudden deaths and athletes and everything else, and. These guys are like looking at me. One guy po- poked his head from the back room and was like, and he stared at me like over his glasses. He's looking at me. And I don't know. Part The vibe I got was I was making sense to him, mm-hmm. but he's not used to hearing people talk like this. And uh, so at one point, I'm trying, trying, I'm trying to get to their senses and I'm bringing up Priscilla Presley's untimely death. And and then he goes, well, you know what happened? He goes, just over Christmas, the day after Christmas, my sister-in-law drops dead Oof. of a heart attack. And I said, how old was she? And she's like, he's like 62. He's too young. 62. Like, wow, it's terrible. Yeah. And he goes, and then her husband, like a month and a half ago, he dropped dead. And he was 65. Holy cow. And I'm like, so, and I, and I, so I look at him. I, I'm not, I'm not being shy anymore because these people, like I said, I probably said this in another episode, they had no qualms about asking me my vac status when I want to go see a band or have a, have a hamburger someplace, right? Yeah. These clowns. Yep. Right. So I'm just, I, I'm polite about it, but I say, were, were they vaccinated? And he looks at me. He's like, well, yeah. And I'm like, people are dropping dead everywhere. If not, they're, if they're not dropping dead, if you are, pre, if you have a predisposition to cancer, mm-hmm. uh, autoimmune disorders, I mean, anything you, uh, heart issues, it's kicking it into overdrive. I, I said, I'm in sales and I'm hearing anecdotal stories, true stories from my customers every single day. Let not to mention every day there's another young athlete. And this guy, man, he, these two guys were, I mean, virtually drooling. They were such zombies. Brain dead. Dang. And this guy looks at me and he goes, 
well, these athletes are dying because of, of uh, fentanyl. That's what's going on. And I'm like, well, is that why your your sister and your sister-in-law and your brother passed? Your brother-in-law passed away. And he's like, no. I'm like, well, why are you bring up fentanyl? Who said fentanyl? Right. Yeah. Where they come from? Young though? athletes. Yeah. That, oh. But he need he, his cognitive cognitive dissonance was so bad. He needed to just grasp onto anything than to face the fact that probably what he he put into his body it's a ticking time bomb. With, you know, because he didn't tell me he got it. But the way the guy poked his head from the, the back room, too, and looked at me, these guys, they probably ran out and were the first to get this stuff. Mm. So they could get back to work. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like I was in the twilight zone for a minute with these two clowns. They were so dead asleep. I mean, I, I feel like everywhere I go, people are starting to like wake up on some level. If you want to talk about groceries, you want to talk about big pharma, something that wake, they, they've got a hot button. But these two people were just like, <laughs> they sit in the shop all day long working on, I don't who knows what batteries. <laughs> they were clueless. Yeah. They were clueless. They were in a time warp. But I mean, it made me feel like there was, it, 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 you know, not to drive this into the ground because we use it all the time, but you know, this, the matrix, it's like you have the firmly asleep who will not wake up. And then you've got so many of us that are like, we're just, we're, it, it's, it, I don't want to say scary that I hate that word. It's, it's intimidating sometimes, but it's also invigorating when you wake up. Right. You're like, wow, I can see more, right? Can you imagine being these people? What does their life consist of? <laughs> I don't know. But I, I, is, did I tell that in the same way that I texted earlier? Does that make sense? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it? it's good. It's, yeah. it's fascinating, you know? I mean, there's people out there that don't. It, it's like it's like a Twilight Zone episode. There's a nuclear war. Everything's been leveled. There's a couple people. And then you find these people that are in a bubble, and they're like, what happened? Did, did something happen out there? <laughs> they're like, yeah, everything's leveled. You guys are the two of the last people alive. I'm like, huh? They just didn't have a clue what was going on. It was yeah. so weird. Yeah, it's, it's wild. <laughs> it's just, you know, we're witnessing things that um, we never could have imagined that we witness or would witness in real life. I, you know, I, I always thought, you know, things were going to happen and things were going to come down. But um, now that it's actually happening, it's like, wow, we're actually in it. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, you think about Doctor Doctor Tenpenny and all these all these great uh, Doctor Artists and, uh, and and the great Zelen- Doctor Zelenko. They told us people were going to start dropping. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, and he, getting diseases and cancer, and we were like, I, we believe you, but I'm thinking, boy, is, the, is there going to be you know egg on our face if, if none of this comes true? You know, so you're just kind of watching, and now that it's happening, it's not very satisfying. You're you're kind of like, oh, that's creepy. Yeah. There goes another, you know, there's another one. There's another one. You know? Well, it is, you know, and and I don't want to you know, we knew that something th- th- there's a reason why before these uh bioweapon jabs came out, there was a reason why I already told my family we're not participating, we're not doing any of this stuff, and that's why I started telling you guys. It's like, no, there's something because I always in the back of my mind, I always knew or I always heard of of things, you know, long time ago of people talking about how they're going to be able to take over society or take over the people. And I just sort of related that's, I got the gut feeling that that was it. I was like, you know what? No, we're, we're going to, uh, we're going to forget about this. And, um, uh, you know, yeah. we're going to forego this. We're not going to fall for this mess. No. And people started taking well, it and we were like, no, well, we're not well, doing it. 
Well, I'm eternally grateful for our text thread and other text threads that I'm on because it was fortifying these these decisions. But I will say on my behalf, or you know, in our, for our household, uh, my wife and I are have been vax hesitant for a long time. I'm getting a little bit uh, tired. Uh, I've had this conversation just with somebody today, and they're like, "Well, I'm not anti-vax. I'm just anti-this vax." Something like that. I've heard yeah. that a few times. Yeah. I don't know if it's a podcast, but I'm I'm kind of I'm tired of that. I'm not. I'm going to just be <laughs> be honest with you. Years ago, my wife and I got the the flu vaccine because we thought we were supposed to, and we got sicker than we've ever been in our lives. Mm. Strike strike one. Yeah. Then childhood or you know a, a good good buddy of mine from his from my youth his son was hitting every milestone of his of his uh, mental growth as a child he goes and gets the um uh, measles mumps and rubella comes back severely autistic okay oh yeah for then sure. i have a customer i have a customer named mike and mike's son he t- i ask him i'm like mike do you have an opinion on this he says absolutely he goes my kid was completely 100 percent normal growing just like any other normal kid. We take him in to get the MMR. He says it again, same, same vax, measles, bumps, and rubella. He goes, he comes back, and this is Mike's words, not mine. He goes, and my son was retarded. And I've, and I saw, I've met his son. He is extremely um, uh, non, non-functioning autistic. He is in really bad shape. Horrible. Then I go to an office. I go to an office recently. This is a true story, too. And this guy is telling me about his two, his twin nonverbal autistic sons that are in their teens. And I said, okay, so this is probably not appropriate for me to ask. I, I believe you can say anything you want. It's just how, how cautious you are about saying it, you know, show some empathy. And I said, you know, this is not probably not appropriate for me to ask, but I, I just want to ask your opinion. Do you, do you feel that childhood vaccines had anything to do with this? And he goes, oh, absolutely. He goes, what happened to my twins was he said they were, um, they were, extreme preemies. I don't know if they were only three months old or something. He goes, they were teeny tiny. They were such preemies. Yeah. I can't, I don't know if you could have a three month preemie, but it, they were, they were preemies. He said, these tiny little bodies, they weighed three pounds each. That's where I got the three from. They, they weighed three pounds each. When we told them we didn't want to vaccinate them, mm-hmm. when we weren't looking, they gave them the full battery of vaccines. <sighs> See, okay, that's now. Yeah. Yeah. But stay so, out of these so, places, man. Well, and I've and for years I've listened to Bob Duco. Uh, he's a Christian radio host here in Detroit. And he says these are some quotes that I learned, I memorized from him. In the 1960s, um, the autism rate was one in 100,000 in the United States. Then in the 90s, it was one in 100, and then in the 2000s, it's one in 30, yep. and now we're at like one in 25 or something. Yeah. And and then and when, you know in, what's increased the va- the amount of vaccines these kids are getting yeah the right? schedule yep. yep the vaccine schedule yep so so I I'm going to use the word to be to be um, a little bit cautious I'm going to say uh, my family we're in our household we are vaccine hesitant and we always have been even before this event and I think we should stop you know tiptoeing around this going well I'm not anti-vax I'm just anti-vax okay fine <laughs> but. Seriously, <laughs> use your brain. Look at the statistics. Um, oh, by the way, where in the Amish community where they don't vaccinate, you know what the autism rate is? Zero. One in 100,000, just like the United States in 1960s. Yeah. Okay? Yep. Right? So what else do you need to look at? I don't, even, I don't need Jenny McCarthy. I don't need anybody preaching to me about anything about, um, oh, but... Don't forget about the, uh, the Spanish flu, and don't forget about uh, what was the other one that everybody, everybody brings up on the news. 
because it was it saved the world in the 1950s or something. The uh, a polio vaccine. Um, we've come so far from that, and, and and I even think like they might have had measles, mumps, and rubella when we were kids. I'm saying I think there's a different version of it now. Oh, I do too. Than, yeah, they they've, the, they've the original. Yeah, they've dialed things in. They've changed things, and now from from everything that we've heard in the last six to twelve months, um, that everything that comes out now, including the flu shot, that is now mRNA. So everything is in there to change DNA. All right. So yep. I, I, I don't, I don't see how we can trust anything now anymore. Um, Cause they're, they're, no. the whole game, the whole landscape has changed, right? Everything is different now. Well, and, they, they've, they've, and they've now achieved, they're talking about a, they've a new level. Go ahead. And they're talking about a new pill that has a chip in it that they're going to, they want people to take. Yeah. I've seen that. They put a yeah. chip in them. Yeah. I've seen it. You can eat uh, it and they can, uh, you know, once it goes in the body, they track can, yeah, track all kinds of stuff. They can implant it somewhere, wherever they want it to, to go in the body. Um, plus, if you're if you're jabbed up with that bioweapon and it has those metals in it, obviously, it will go and find that that stuff into your system too. So, um, you know, it, you know, K Dub's saying the same thing happened to his son too, Liam. And um, oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. My neighbor too. My neighbor next door. Um, it happened to them. He was. Uh, something changed. They, I remember they told us it's, we took him to the doctor. They got, got the shots and the next morning. He had a fever and everything. And they, they told us that something's changed with their son here. And, and they knew it. They knew uh, it right then. Now he's, now heart, he is tw- heartbreaking. Now he's 20, 21. Uh, so yeah. he's, he's a big kid now, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely something, something changed on that day. And they, they told us, they told us about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just, uh, I, since K-Dub can hear me, uh, yeah. K-Dub, is there, is there anything insensitive in my tone or am I saying anything out of line? I don't think so. I mean, I'll answer for you, but I'm sure he's going to hear you in a second. I don't think so because he knows the kind okay. of people that we are. We're not, you know, we're not assholes. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're not, not like, right. we're not I like know. that. I just, yep. Uh, he, sometimes he, I get in a roll and I, what's that? Oh no, I was going to say he just typed in here. Uh, it's the lie of virology on BitChute, or maybe the virology mm-hmm. lie. Remember, we saw some of that too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So no, he'll answer. I'm sure he'll answer for you, but I don't feel that you are, um, because we're not those kind yeah, of people. I mean, we're just some, I get I get in my soapbox sometimes, and I, and I think, man, if I'd gotten the wrong, wrong you know, this this information got in front of the wrong person, they would think I'm an idiot or something. But I, yep. I'm just speaking from the gut, the heart here. I'm, I'm not. I'm not shy about saying, you know, people go, oh, I don't want to sound like I'm anti-vax. So I, you know what? I am anti-vax. I am sorry. too. <laughs> Me too. That's why I had to go to the to the dang county health department those times and go listen to all that crap. Um, no, yeah. he just answered. He said, no, you're all good, brother, outcast. All right. Yep, good. No, all right. All cool. set. Yep. No, he, he knows exactly how we feel. I'm sure he probably felt the same way, man, coming up. Oh man! Well, wow. we've you know what? Before we go, I want to I want to try something because I'm working with this new program here that I haven't done live yet um, until tonight. So there is um, I'm going to try some of the uh, I'm going to bring this down and see if we can play this clip. I guess I want to see if you can hear it. I know the people listening live right now, watching live, will be able to. So let's pull this down and um, talk about this right here. Let's get this on the screen. They successfully identified the invisible empire, which controlled the minds of men. So as the populace is mesmerized and hypnotized by powerful behind-the-scenes forces, as they are distracted by the latest celebrity scandal, 
the newest cell phone, and their favorite sports team. This network disguises itself, remaining in the shadows. He's talking about the cabal, you know, the big cabalist type of people. So that worked mm-hmm. out pretty good. Uh, you know, were you able to hear that fine? Yep, yep, I could hear it. Yeah, so that's Jason Burmis, and uh, he's he's big out there. He he's he's he had a hand in uh, Loose Change. Remember that movie about nine one nine eleven? Yeah. Um, and uh, he's he's out there right now. He's still doing his thing. He's he's really good at uh, bringing knowledge to the people and in researching. He's really good at that stuff. So um, that was that was him talking about these what we're talking about today the world economic forum people you know the people in the behind the behind the curtain right like wizard of oz yeah. um mm-hmm. so that's that's what that is i just wanted to play that just so that you could hear it make sure the audio came through and they saw that video on the screen so um as we get going people here i'm just learning how to do this we're going to get outcast hooked up on a on a tv or on a monitor uh, so you'll be able to see him and how do you feel about that, Outcast? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I've got a bit of ADD. So, I mean, like, you know, while we were doing some stuff tonight, I was uh, playing with my gun and I was, uh, yep. <laughs> you know, looking at some ammo. So, I mean, I, if, if I'm on display, then I'll have to be on my best behavior. So, I'm not looking forward <laughs> to that. Well, we're, we're, <laughs> me and you will practice so nobody else sees. And I can give you some, <laughs> yeah, I can give you some pointers and tips. So, we're going to practice just me and you uh, where it's not live. Uh, even though right now your voice is live and that's all good. Um but yeah, I like to do that stuff too. I've got this, I've got this thirty-round mag behind me right here, that um, I like <laughs> to mess with too, and you know, fiddle around. It's, it's my, uh, what do you call it, the fidget spinner thing. It's my uh, one of those for yeah. me. <laughs> uh, let me nice. see. Uh, right here, it's my AK-14 uh, mag. <laughs> see that K-Dub? <laughs> and uh, I just mess with this all the time. I'm always playing with it. So um, I, I just keep this one right here in the studio. I don't know why, but it's just here. Uh, he says he's 100% anti-vax. So, um, and I know what you mean, Outcast. When when people are saying that they're trying to explain things right now, because uh, and and when they say I'm not anti-vax, but you know what that is? You know what it is that I mean, they're I doing? Yeah. Do you know what they're doing? No, go ahead. Mentally. Well, I think that I, I would I would do it to to an extent. I want them. I, I don't want to alienate anybody. I want them to hear me out. Yes. I get that, but there's but there's times I just go I, when they do that. I just go, all right. But let, let me just give you some statistics, and I, I do. I lay it out for them, and they just go, oh wow, okay, right. But, but I mean, there, you cannot. There's a reason why they're saying that. Okay, um, because the media is no, no. It's 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 inside their self. The reason they're saying that is because they they don't have the full knowledge yet, the full understanding of what is behind all this stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. so, but they do on this particular uh, shot, these this particular jet set of jabs, right? So they have the comp- yeah. they have the confidence there because they feel like they've done enough enough research to actually see the other side of it. But because they haven't done the research going back to the beginning of their life, you know, when they were grown up and jabbed without consent, they're not they don't have the confidence to go back and say fully, I'm. Not on board with this uh, vaccine schedule, this jab schedule. Okay. Yeah. Uh, even though we were, again, jabbed without our consent as little kids and everything, I can, I do have the confidence to say that stuff and to at least minimal say, look, if you can't tell me what's in this ingredient or what the ingredients are that are inside these jabs, I'm talking about even way, way back in the day, uh, 
versus what's in them today. And if you can't give me the full uh, ingredient list and exactly what's in it and what each liquid inside there does, I, I've got a problem with all this. Okay, I've got a full mm-hmm. problem with all this stuff, even though all, a lot of that stuff uh, is still in our bodies from decades ago. I, you know, yeah. I still, I still, you know, what's king to me is uh, our, our natural immunity. That's yep. And and if you do have that stuff lingering from, from your childhood, you know, maybe that's another reason to go and seek out a holistic doctor to do a couple detoxes a year. Because yeah. Doctor Kent told me that you stand a good chance of, of purging that garbage. Yes. I asked him, I said, you know, I had, I had a couple of vac- a couple of flu vaccines like 15 years ago. He says, yeah, we'll do in detoxes with us. We'll, we'll, then we'll get them. It'll flush it out of you. We can get that out of you. So yeah, good reason. Yep. Good reason to go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. K-Dub. Thanks. He says, yes, they're unconsciously conforming to their own normalcy bias. I guess that's a better way of saying what I said the long way. It's a normalcy bias. Yeah, it's really well said. Maybe he needs a podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man, brother. Well, listen, that was a good show. I had a good time. I was a little bit, um, had my mind scattered a little bit because I'm actually doing more things than I normally would do. I don't know how that's going to come across in the uh, in the audio version or, or even in this video version. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with this video version yet. I might post it somewhere. I'm just not sure yet. I'll know. I'll know okay. tomorrow. I'll know tomorrow. But this audio version that you guys listen to, that's going to be up and ready tonight. So uh, before midnight, that should be up and ready and in your inboxes. Um, if you guys haven't already joined our mailing list, you should do that. Get into the mailing list down below. Uh, it's in the description, and I want to make sure you always have that because if for some reason we're booted off of some social media, and we can't, we're not connected anymore uh at least we'll be connected through email all right so i can at least keep you guys up to date on what's going on and i know that happened to uh, a lot of people when we got kicked off a of discord luckily those people were on the mailing list and once we got kicked off i was able to send out information uh you know where to find us again and, and luckily we didn't lose them so that, that was good and um you, you got any comments on that no all right um all right. Oh, yeah. I got to th- say thanks to our sponsor again. Our, our, a big shout out to our sponsor, our gold and silver affiliate, American Coins and Jewelry in Waterford, Michigan. And Outcast, I know you went over there this week and talked to them and, and you know, you, you had a... I hung out, yeah. Yeah. And was... I, 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 I knuckle and red pilled him and... <laughs> and uh... <laughs> That's and he good. He was fascinated. So you he must was have, into it. You must have talked to Tom then. Yeah, I think it was Tom. All yeah, right. we had a great time. All right, so he's 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 cool. I like him. He's a good guy. He's, he's the real deal. Good. Well, you know, we just need you guys. If you guys want to, uh, you know, pay, you need to patronize them. Call them. Uh, go to the you know shop from them. If you need certain coins, if you're looking for gold or silver or rounds, or you're looking for ninety percenters, dimes, whatever it is, these guys are going to be able to help you out. That's American Coins and Jewelry uh, in Waterford, Michigan. And I'm going to give you a phone number: two four eight nine seven eight. 7686. Now, every time I've called over there, they answer, right? Um, you can hear people in the background doing stuff, but uh, they, they will answer and you just start talking to questions you know, or asking them questions and they'll they'll chat you up. And if you, um, you know, if they can't, you can leave a number or whatever, they'll call you back. But um, man, that's it's just great to have those guys there. 
And I just want to say thanks to our sponsor again. So you guys shop with them. If you guys support them, they support the show. It's a big working uh, voluntary situation that we have there. And uh, mention the show uh, or use the code dangerous, dangerous info, right? And they're going to give you a discount. Uh, They're going to treat you right over there. So talk to either Tom or Matt over there at American Coins and Jewelry. So Outcast, with that, um, what do you have for the people as they head off into the week? Another week we have, uh, let me see, I think David Dubine, if you guys don't know who he is, Adapt2030 um, on any of the social medias. But I think we have him coming up next week. I was talking to him again uh, via wow. email. And um, and uh, I think you guys are going to be interested in what he has to talk about. And he talks about a lot about the, the agendas, about what's going on this week. With the World Economic Forum, he talks about our food supply, our global food food supply. He he talks about mm. geoengineering, weather modification. Um, he talks about uh, supply. Ch- did I already say supply chains? Talks I don't about- know, but this is going to be good. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> I'm trying. Be amazing. To, yep, I'm trying to get a hold of him. And uh, yeah, thanks, thanks again, uh, K Dub. Thank you. Uh, thanks for being out there and, and participating in the show like you did. Uh, I think he's heading out, so. Uh, thanks, K Dub. Okay. We'll talk to you again in in, in the chat room. So excellent. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's uh, David Dubine. I'm trying to you know get a date nailed down so we can be on with him. But I think you're going to be excited for him, and I think the audience is really going to enjoy it too. So with that, Outcast, what do you cool. have for the people? Something good, uh, positive, some silver lining kind of stuff to send them off into the you week. Know, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I got a couple of verses I want to read from. Um, John 14, just, just 15 through 17. Uh, then I'm going to expound on it just a little bit. I'm just something that's on my heart right now. Uh, I just want to share it with other people to hopefully encourage them or help them understand if they're feeling any of this and what might be happening within them. I'll explain in a second. So this is uh, uh, John 14, verses 15 through 17. It's, uh, it's titled, Jesus Promises the Holy Spirit. If you love me, you will obey what I command. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. The spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with with you and will be in you. Okay, so Jesus is speaking directly about leaving the disciples the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, there's a couple interesting things about the Holy Spirit that I'm learning, is that, you know, once it inhabits you, um, it will aggrieve you when you do something outside, when, when, your, when your actions and your mind and your heart are not aligned with Christ's heart and mind. It'll let you know. It's not going to punish you. It's not going to give you a stomachache. <laughs> it's not going to give you a headache. But what it's going to do, it's going to tap on your shoulder and go, man, that was unsatisfying. Now I feel like I can't sleep. You know, I'm a little, I'm a little irritated with myself that I said that or did that or looked at that or whatever it was. Yeah. So that's, that's, once you get the indwelling, the gift of the Holy Spirit, which comes from true submission to Christ, it truly transforms you, and it, it, it makes sin a lot less satisfying. But where I'm, where I'm going with this is, um, uh, on Sunday, I was, had a deep conversation with my, my, my uh, Bible study teacher and mentor and friend, Jim Arbogast, which we had Sherry Arbogast on, yep. it's Sherry's husband. And, and I said, Jim, I just got to throw this at you real quick. I said, um, when I was kind of lukewarm in my faith and coming to church, just kind of like robotically and my, but, but, but my both feet were in the world and my big toe was in church type, type of vibe. People in the church would come up to me and wanted to get to know me. And they wanted to, they, sometimes I got to ask to dinner and people, but ever since 
I've submitted to Christ and I have that full indwelling of the Holy Spirit, I haven't said anything, but I've noticed that people are almost repelled by me. And he said, he's like, I know exactly what you're talking about, brother. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Greasy Dave. He said the same thing. I've talked to, I've talked to other people. There's a couple things that, that are, I think are taking place. When God is truly transforming you, I think he wants you set apart. Uh, you know, Jesse and I, we say all the time, you know, uh, we are God's remnant. Yeah. Well, that a remnant is not the bulk of the, the fabric. It is a, it's a side it's a side piece of fabric that was cut away. Okay, so we we're God's remnant. He needs us to be a bit isolated and a bit alone while He works on us, because what happens is if we are easily accepted by other people right away when we're still growing in our faith and, and the Holy Spirit's still doing His work in us, there's something that happens called the adoption of the Spirit. So I get around my 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 friends, my punk friends, and I'm dropping f bombs and. I'm maybe judging somebody or making fun of somebody behind their back, or I just revert to my old ways. Mm-hmm. And then I feel, then I, then I feel aggrieved. The Holy Spirit feels aggrieved to me. I'm like, why did I, he, he, when he's working on you, he needs to isolate you and train you up and continue to talk to you and refine you. You're not ready to be accepted by, and you're not, and you may never be accepted by other people. Another thing I'm realizing too, when I think about it in my past, there were people that I've run into that were like born again, on fire, holy rollers. And, and my old self was kind of like, uh, I see it. I, I can tell he's on a high, but I'm going to stay away from that dude because I don't want that to get on me because that looks like a lot of extra responsibility at work. Right. So people, I think, are, are repelled by you on that level, too. Um, but I, I don't think that, you know, I, but what's happening to me, though, on the other hand, is I'm being there's all this giant group of friends I had before being sifted through. And there's a handful of gold that's left of, of people that I can really talk to on a real level about what's going on in my faith and what I'm feeling and what I'm sensing and what, what the Lord's telling me. And they understand everything I'm conveying to them. Right. Mm. And that's the relationships God wants me to have right now. You know, what you think about it, we, we spend <laughs> with our old selves, we spend all this money to impress people. We don't even like, I think is the old saying, right? Yeah. <clears throat> this is a new journey. Our eyes are set on what is unseen, not what is seen. We do not want to be accepted by the world. In fact, take, take it as a sheer honor to be rejected by the, the masses. So if this, I just want to throw this out there in case any of our listeners are growing as, fa- as close to their faith in the last couple of years as, as, as I have been. And Jesse, I know your faith is growing. And um, this is something that's been happening since the, since the evil has been revealed to us through the scandemic. Yep. You know, we've been drawn closer and closer to God. And don't be surprised if you feel rejected by your fellow man. And don't grieve it rejoice in it because he's doing his best work in you he's keeping you set aside and pure so you don't adopt their spirit the spirit of the world and uh and also too people are repelled by by the light they don't like it says here in john you know they don't understand it they don't know it they can't see it they don't understand it but you are carrying around with you this light this which is the holy spirit so i'm i may be talking in circles i apologize if i'm being redundant but if anybody's feeling that vibe out there, like I have been, and this resonates with you, I want you to know you are not alone and embrace this because God is working on you. He's set you apart. You are his remnant. He's put you together with us and this podcast to grow in this direction together. Okay. You're not alone. You're just, you're just got a smaller group of friends than you used to have. That's all. Yep. That's a good way to put it. And you know, I think that people need to hear that because it's going to help reassure people in their gut feelings and in their thoughts that there are other people out there like us that are going through the same kind of thing. 
you know, and we're, yeah, we're, I mean, I, it, it helps solidify I took, I took, what you're saying. Yeah. I took great comfort when Jim was like, no brother, I know exactly what you're talking about. And that is real. What was remarkable to me that people within the church show. So what's, so what my Holy Spirit's telling me is, Oh, you're, you're here just cause you thought it'd be a good place to bring your kids on Sunday. So they get some foundation in character or, you know, good character. Yeah. You're not really here cause you're seeking or you're here. Cause I mean, who knows, you know, people, I, I hate to pick on the people in the church cause I go, but I'm telling you, I'm, I'm vibing lately. There's a lot of Pharisees in the churches, a lot of people that they come in and they know the, the routine, but I'm not always convinced. I don't mean to judge them. It's not my place, but well, like man, I told you, yeah, I my, told you the sermon's going off for sure. And you're feeling that. And like I told you earlier today, your gut is screaming at you right now about these people in the church. And you're going to have to, at some point, you're probably going to have to step up with some other, you know, brothers and sisters who are like you are in the church there. And you guys are going to have to deal with this. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, we're, we're it, dancing, we're dancing around a bigger topic that uh, I'm not ready to reveal on the show yet, but yeah, there's some, yeah. I might, I'm sensing something dark going on and uh, yeah. So, it, you know, yeah. you just, like I said, embrace, you know, like embrace it. Uh, you know, your, your discernment's going off big time and you know what it is and your gut feeling is screaming at you. And who's your gut feeling? spirit man exactly exactly that's it so um oh one last thing i would like to say to our listeners too about what the holy spirit does when it's in us too it seems like it helps us to connect with god better yep okay um and it helps us to recognize and connect with other believers so that's why there's certain people in my life that start are starting to stand out the holy spirit's telling me that guy is real like you know my buddy richard out in california uh, my buddy, Tom, you know, I mean, there's, there's a handful of people, my buddy, Jacob down at the, in, at my home office in Louisville, there's a handful of people that I can talk honestly about my faith and they understand because they have the indwelling as well. Yeah. Um, uh, one last little tidbit too, on this, on this topic, uh, I was not raised in a church where they spoke in tongues. That is foreign to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little off putting to me at first, but I'm recognizing in the Bible that it is very real. My buddy, Tom says that if you pray and ask for the gift of the Holy spirit, it, you can have it. And here's the bonus. Here's the interesting thing. Now I'm not there yet. I'm just sharing what happens apparently is the devil can hear our prayers. He can't read our minds, but he can hear us when we're praying yeah. and we should be praying. We should be praying out loud and reading the Bible out loud. But sometimes we don't want the devil to know what we're praying. Mm-hmm. In that case, if you, if you ask for the gift of the spirit, which is the speak, speaking in tongues, the Holy Spirit interprets what you're saying to God for you. Think about that for a minute. Yeah. It's your own, it's your own code language that you and the Holy Spirit have to communicate with the father. That's away from the devil's ears. That's far out to consider. Yes. Awesome, brother. That's important. That's big time important right there. That's what you guys need to, you know, be in tune with right there. Right. Yeah. Sorry awesome. if I went on too long. No, that's good, man. That's good. All that stuff is is perfect. It fits in here really well. So, um, okay, cool. And it's you know people enjoy hearing what you're saying like that when you when you get on these talks because it comes from the gut. It's not like we're writing any of this stuff down. We're just coming right off the gut no. from it. So <laughs> I think that's why people really like uh, what you have to say, brother. So, uh, oh, so cool. so yeah. Right, so yeah. Yeah. So thank you, brother. And um, you know I, another another enjoyable show here and um 
Hope everybody else enjoys it. I think they will. And we're going to get the feedback over on our, our, our page, so or in our uh, chat room. So awesome. I just want to say thanks to you, Outcast. Thanks to you, Chris Ann Hall. Get over and get over there and see her, you guys. ChrisAnnHall.com. Um, and to the Dangerous Info chat room and all you guys that are sharing the show with everybody you know, all right? Read the description of tonight's show. Down below is where you're going to find out all the show notes and the relevant information to reach us. Uh, on social media, make sure you get a hold of us and follow us and see what we're up to on True Social. Uh, Instagram, Gab, Rumble, Twitter, Telegram, all that stuff. Um, and also, don't forget about that mailing list, all right? Get on the mailing list and uh, be part of the whole thing and don't lose touch with us, all right? So uh, thanks again for listening to the show, you guys. I'm Jesse James, and he's Outcast, and she was Chris Ann Hall. As you guys go through the week, remember to be bold, stay alert, and don't fall for the government media complex propaganda. It's coming at you at every level, all right? There's solutions to all this stuff, and it's up to you guys to act on those solution ideas. We love you guys. Stay dangerous, my Patriot friends. Stay dangerous. The word smart, right? Remember when smart came along? Smart car, smart mm-hmm. phone, smart meter, smart watch, smart everything. People, you yep. know, I, I I knew right away when I first heard it, um, it was, you know, S-M-A-R-T. People just think it's smart, like intelligent. It's not, okay? Smart, what it stands for, it's an acronym. Self-monitoring analysis and reporting technology. SMART. I had no idea. I'm going to repeat that again. Self-monitoring analysis and reporting technology. Okay. Wow. What this is, 